Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome back. This is Casket Life with Mike and Leo. And dude, you took away my intro. I took away your intro. You totally bro. took away my intro. You know why? Why? Because you don't I'm, like it. No, no, because I'm so excited. I'm oh, so excited for our guest today. Yes, uh, we're gonna talk about this later. <laughs> <laughs> we'll talk about it off off mic. Okay. All right, off mic. But off for mic. sure, for sure. No, seriously. Um, super excited today uh, for our guest, Mike. Take it from here, buddy. Well. You kind of stole a little of my thunder. I did. You, t- you took away my intro, and mm-hmm. then you said you were excited. But honestly, I am. Um, do you guys even know that I'm here right now, or do you just want to keep continuing your conversation? See, this is why she's here. <laughs> That's why she's this here. This is why she's here. I totally get it now. Because most people like, would sit there and just let us do what we do. Instead, she's like, you know what? You asked me to be here, right. so are you going to let me talk? Right. It's, it's been 30 seconds. I haven't said anything yet. I, I love this. Okay, so that is the perfect intro. Uh-huh. This is a very dear friend of mine. She uh, mm-hmm. is somebody that I was very excited about having on the show. She's got um, a lot of really cool stories uh, to tell. Not the storytelling type of thing, mm-hmm. but no, she's not done... a good storyteller. No. Well, I disagree, but <laughs> she's done a lot and very interesting things. Be careful how you say and... that, okay? <laughs> like... <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I, I'm, it, there was there was there was a double meaning there, and then uh, I was really excited about her coming on and us having a chance to talk well, because it'll you, be Michael. really fun. Am I it's your first uh, female guest? You actually are. Oh. You are. You, are. And you know that there, there will never be a first that, female guest no, on the show after this is me. This, this is, is it. absolutely it. <laughs> and it might have been intentional. So, I'm, I'm, I'm still lie. waiting. I'm still waiting. <laughs> Who is she? Oh yeah, what's my name? Well, I wasn't done yet. We were having conversation. <laughs> you were having a conversation I think with we're I was having a conversation. Three minutes in and they don't know who I am. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. I'm not that important. <laughs> so this is my dear friend, Catcom. Mm. And uh, we are having her on the show today so that she can tell us a little bit about her backstory. Uh, and then a little bit about the successes that, um, I'm sorry, I'm just going to say it. It's okay. It's okay. And I'm super proud of you for it. Uh, welcome. Thank you. Well, it's gonna Thank be you. Finally. You guys are amazing. Dude, <laughs> intros are important and lead up. It's yeah. all warming up. Yeah. All right. Anyway. I hear you. I hear you. Anyway. And before we get too deep into conversation. Yes. We're, we're going to get deep? We're, we're going to get deep. All right. We're going to talk about what we're drinking today. Oh, what, mm. what, are, what are you drinking? So... I brought Actually, something. I don't care what you're drinking. Yeah. What are you drinking, Kat? Let's talk about what Kat's drinking. Yeah, let's talk well, about drinking. my husband was so sweet because I can shoot the whiskey, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. I figured we're going to be here for a little while, and yeah. so he made me an old-fashioned, which is probably my favorite drink. Okay. So, um, and he, and to make them like he does, and yeah. this homemade specialty and goodness that's in it with he, a nice, smooth whiskey. Mm. He, he does a pretty amazing job. Mm-hmm. Um, he makes it very difficult for the rest of us married men. Yeah. Because uh, he does such a great job yeah. that oftentimes we kind of feel like, mm-hmm. please, please don't. Mm-hmm. Please don't. Don't even try. To, don't yeah. Don't, don't, don't try to live comparison. up to my husband. Yeah. That looks fantastic. Your husband's going to be on our show. He already agreed. Yeah. So I think he's, he's now he is a storyteller. So if you're looking for oh, stories, I know. he's the oh, man. Oh, I know. <laughs> he's a very good storyteller. But I what what. Was the base of this, by the way? You gave me a couple to choose from. That's I right. I went with. So okay. you went with what I'm drinking, okay. neat, and that's it's called Hirsch. That's okay. the brand. Yeah, I like and it. And it's called the Horizon. Mm. It's a bourbon. Mm. Uh, the mash bill is uh, primarily corn, and it's a 92 proof, so it's not too low, oh, not too high. It's got a little heat. Yeah, a little heat, but it's. Uh, I feel like it's heavy on the citrus or, or a prominent citrus there, but. Um, Great choice. How does it? Thank how, you. How does it taste on the old fashioned? Oh, it's it so good. Be. That's because of so Brian. Good. 
It's not because of the distillery. I walked in and, no, no, and no. I was like, is that maple syrup you're putting in there? <laughs> I'm like, put maple- oh, man. Yeah, dude. there's an orange peel. Um, it's no, got I can some see it. Dude, that, that looks fantastic. Cherries. Um, oh, yeah. you know what? There's another thing. See? And there he goes. Gosh. I did it again. It's this early. is aside from having huh? our first female guest. Yes. This is the first time we're actually recording a guest on our show. Meaning video? Yes. Oh, oh video. Okay. Yes. Absolutely. Yes. Well, yeah. That's true. Well, I didn't, I didn't say that. that specifically. Right. We are recording this. Mm-hmm. So for you listeners, you might actually get to see something. One day. What? If I can ever figure it out in editing. <laughs> you got this, Mike. Yeah, might be. we'll figure it out. Yeah, we'll, got figure it. It. we'll figure it out. Cool. So, Kat, thank you for opening up your home. Thank you. Okay, thank you are, guys for coming. We are on location. Mm-hmm. And thank you to your husband for uh, fixing the uh, fire alarm. Yeah, that <laughs> was chirping interesting. Fire alarm. Yeah. I was like, Leo, do you mind if there's a <laughs> chirping fire alarm in the background? Because that's happening. <laughs> And we, he said, "No, fix it now." And I'm like, and "It's fixed, <laughs> and it's fixed." And yes. I and, and, he, and he fixed it while making the old fashioned. While yes, making the did. old fashioned, mm-hmm. that's how good he is. I <laughs> think I should step off and just let him. <laughs> <laughs> All right, it almost feels that way. Yeah. All right, so let's get serious. Let's. You let's, said we were going to get deep. Yeah. Let's get deep. <clears throat> let's get into wow. it. Wow. So one of the reasons I had you on the show, um, and I kind of alluded to some successes and so forth, was that. Yeah, I think we can say that in the time we've known each other, yeah, that oftentimes we find a lot of similarity yes. in the way we look at the world and yes. the way we see people and so forth. Mm-hmm. And I think a little bit that comes from like background, where we came from, and all of that. Mm-hmm. If you don't mind sharing, talking a little bit about you know your background, how you kind of grew up, because I think it'll really speak to um, somebody who I believe kind of embodies the cast grit mentality Mm -hmm. um getting up every day and having that discipline to do what needs to be done whether Mm -hmm. or not you kind of feel like it or not Mm -hmm. cat does that every day so and i think it has a lot to do where she came from and then all of the things that she experienced as she moved along the process to where she is today Mm -hmm. so if you don't mind sharing that that would be really cool that's quite the open-ended question there it Um, took me like three weeks to write that but i got it yeah the thing is it's like do you want me to start at birth or you know let's okay so (laughs) we're gonna go from the uh we're gonna go from the hospital let's just jump forward let's just start so they didn't have car seats back then i don't think no probably not. so i think my, my i remember standing in the middle of the car yeah. while they were driving because they had a vw uh van yeah and i would stand between the passenger and the driver's seat while it was going on the freeway right on that was a normal thing yeah it well was i was born a girl in a hospital um, <laughs> i'm glad you clarified that thank you that's how <laughs> it all started the, i'm glad you had to you had to point that yeah, out <laughs> i was uh the fourth child my mother had four kids within five years you're about to knock your mic over again michael that's what I do. Okay, mm-hmm. that's all right. I'll catch that's it. That's what for you. I do. Um, so I was number four, um, and uh, let's number see. four is in the youngest. I was the youngest mm. of. So I have three full blood brothers and sisters, and then I have two half. Okay, that came later. Mm-hmm. Um, and so they ruined it for me. <laughs> we'll start by saying that, Michael and Stacy, you just suck. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I love you guys. Um, but so no, I was the youngest for nine years. And then my little brother, who is six four, was born. Um, but uh, I one of the things that's interesting is is though I have five siblings, which is kind of a lot. No, I'm not Mormon. Get that question a lot. So um, it's cool, but no, I'm not. Um, I'll say that you know I was actually raised as an only child, um, oh. even though I had five siblings. Interesting. Why yeah. do you say that? So. 
Um, my parents divorced when I was very young. I was okay. three. That's pretty common, mm-hmm. um, okay. sadly. Okay. And uh, my um, my dad took two of the kids. My mom took two of the kids. Oh, wow. Um, and my oldest sister was the one that stayed with my mom and my, and, and I stayed with my mom. Mm. Um, but my oldest sister left the house when she was uh, 15. Mm. So, I mean, I was living pretty much as an only child at that point from that point on. And she was five years older than me. So I was 10. Yeah. And, you know, as much as you think you like to remember before age 10, you know, we don't tend to remember a lot, Mm -hmm. you know. Um, And then uh, for a while, I'd see my um, other siblings every other weekend, but uh, that didn't last very long. My so when I was growing up, I lived in a rural town called uh, Cardition, Washington, which Washington. is yeah, War- oh, Washington. Washington. Mm. Cardition, yeah, Carnation, mm. as in like oh, Carnation, yeah. as in the flower. Yes, oh. as in the flower or the evaporated milk. Yeah, yeah I was going with the milk, right. but um, <laughs> <I had both. laughs> yeah, so you know, didn't have a lot growing up. I we lived in a double wide, I will uh-huh. say, on uh-huh. four acres in this rural town, um, and then. Uh, at age 12, my mom got a job down in Burbank, and so uh, she took me down there, and at that point, um, I didn't get to spend very much time with my siblings at, at all, hmm. the, the others, oh, wow. you know, the, the other two, Yeah. Um, and so, you know, at that point, um, you know, my little brother and sister had been born mm. at that point, barely, mm-hmm. so they were little, um, and I just, I just didn't get to spend very much time with any of them. Um, I felt like this allegiance to my mother because mm-hmm. um, she didn't want to be alone, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. And so even though it wasn't maybe the right thing for me, that's mm-hmm. still what I chose to do was right. to, you know, stick, stick, it, stick it out. My, uh, my stepdad was a really hard man to live with. Mm-hmm. Um, he, I love him. I do. I love him. Um, he's changed um, a lot, but when I was young, it was hard. It was hard. He was moody. <clears throat> I don't know if you guys have ever been around those people that you just never know what their mood's going to be when you oh, walk yeah. through yeah. the door. That's Eggshells kind of stuff. Exactly. So it's not a lot of fun. Um, it wasn't great with my mom, um, but my mm. mom didn't have a lot of self-esteem. She didn't have a lot of confidence, so she stayed with him, Okay. even though she probably shouldn't have. Um, and like I said, this is this to me is all history. I'm not one of those that... You know, you talk about grit, and and I'm not one of those that is into blaming my parents for the oh, no. the things that have yeah, gone wrong I can in my to that life. For sure. Yeah, yeah. I mean, everybody makes mistakes, and, and nobody has a perfect childhood. Of course. Um. So so, anyways, I, I, my mom promised me this like golden dream. You know, the California dream. <laughs> you know, when you see California in the movies. And, yeah. you know, so she's trying to talk me into moving down this to California with her. This is just like the her. Karate Kid when they go from Jersey. Exactly. And they, she takes him to Reseda. To Reseda. This is worse, though. Like every <laughs> this week. is worse. Every week. So Reseda would have been a step up from where my mom moved me. So, Where'd you go? Well, guess what? It was all beach. Uh-huh. No water. No water. <laughs> oh, really? All beach, no water. Um, so we, I went from living in this rural town in uh, Washington. Uh-huh. To Palmdale, California. And no offense to people from Palmdale. <laughs> no offense, yeah. and I'll, I'll I'll get to that. Okay. But yeah. I will say, um, I mean, I I love Palmdale. Um, as a matter of fact, Brian just got me like I should be representing that right now. He just got <laughs> me a bunch of Palmdale Falcon gear. So oh, yeah, because I I mean I still like it. Oh, I've always known you to be representing Palmdale. Yeah, always. yeah, always. However, <laughs> <laughs> Palmdale God. is not the what I expected when my mom 
talked me into moving to California with mm-hmm. her. I expected what my kids have, which yeah. I'm so grateful to be able to give them, which is bonfires at the beach, mm-hmm. yeah. surfing on Saturday, Sunday, mm-hmm. Monday, Tuesday, mm-hmm. Wednesday. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. You know, that's how old were you here? Twelve, so seventh grade. Seventh grade. Yeah. yeah. And um, that's a really tough time to move, first of all. Uh, but, it, you know, that's what was happening. And uh, my greeting, uh, we got off the plane and we were driving home and it was dark, you yeah. know, through like Burbank and the mm-hmm, valley and stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And someone threw a crowbar at oh. my window and shattered it. No way. This is when you got here. This is, I hadn't even gotten to our new house yet, no which way. I thought was going to be this really cool beach house. <laughs> yeah. Whoa. So we get, it's an hour drive. Um, yeah. Palmdale's about an hour drive right. from Burbank airport. Yeah. And yeah, that happened. And of course it terrified me. Yeah. I was this. At 12 years old. Yeah. This little white kid. Just like I had just hadn't. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it just Plus you went me from. Ve- I mean, I'm assuming the area you were in in Washington is pretty green. Yeah, exactly. Pretty. It was, yeah. Um, and so that was my greeting. <laughs> wow. Yeah. And uh, then, you know, it was one of those things we got to the house and, I, and a big spider landed on me and I'm like, what is going on? <laughs> like, this <laughs> but this, it was dark, right? And uh, so. This is turning into a house of horrors. Yeah. <laughs> right? <laughs> so I wake up in the morning and I'm like, okay, okay. I'm like, oh my gosh. I oh, open yeah, the curtains got, and I'm like, in the dark. right. And I'm like, what is this? It like, it's pure desert for yeah. those of you that haven't been to Palmdale and worse yet, we actually lived in this area called Little Rock, which is even worse than Palmdale when it comes to like, let's just say the topology. It wasn't exactly <laughs> really? beautiful in my opinion. Is it like East <laughs> Texas and like the... I've oil. never been so, to know, East Texas. So it you, looked like um, the movie is just a desolate. Yeah, what's that uh, movie where the kids are running cross country? McFarland. Oh, uh, McFarland. Yeah, McFarland. yeah. It yeah. looked like that. Yeah, uh, yeah. So I mean, it's, I it's Mojave that. Desert. Yes. Yeah. Yes, it's yes, very. Yes. It's high desert. Dry. And there was yeah. There was tumbleweeds and yeah. It was just not what I expected. Yeah. Um, and I was horrified and scared and sad and um. But it wasn't going to change mm-hmm. the fact that that was my new home. Yep. Um, moved there in the summer. Um, you know, uh, luckily I met some kids across the street. The first thing that they taught me was that I needed to learn how to dance. Oh, because that's important. Absolutely important. Yes, if is. you're going to live in Palmdale, <laughs> that you needed to know how to dance. <laughs> Interesting. So, um, you know, it was really fun. Um, I'm going to be honest. I hadn't spent a lot of time around uh, my Mexican friends at mm-hmm. that point. Mm-hmm. Everybody, you know, in that area, in my whole neighborhood, they were all Latin of some sort, you know. And um, and so that was really fun, actually. It uh-huh. was nice because I had been hmm. kind of by myself for so long to right. be around uh more diversity first right. of all because right. in rural washington it was like yeah. all white mm-hmm. i'm just gonna be honest yeah. mm-hmm. um so that that was really fun um i will tell you though the okay so this was my first day getting off the bus um so this is a fun story i guess i am a storyteller you are storyteller. wow you don't listen <clears throat> brian's heard this one this is brian's my husband if i mention him by the way we, we um, all have already so far yeah okay that's true i know you guys all seem to have man crushes on us. Fine. so it's okay i'm not ashamed so um so you heard about you know right when i got off the airport or airplane what happened um, crowbar Curl, crowbar yeah um when i got 
on my first bus ride home. Yes, we took buses back then. Oh, yeah. um, so I I was on the bus mm-hmm. and still terrified because now I've gotten comfortable with my neighborhood. But this is school. Like this was right. mm-hmm. now I was in middle school or junior high. You know, right, right. <laughs> and um, and this girl, her name was Edwina. You she, remember her name? Oh, very well. I remember. it was my first fight. Yeah. And first day? Yes. My first day. Um, Told you she was grit. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I didn't want to get in a fight. Of course not. Um, of course not. <laughs> I had never not. even seen a fight in a real person. Um, but uh, I, she on the bus, she said, why are you looking at my man? And I'm like, I don't, I don't, I don't, <laughs> yeah, I don't know what you're talking about. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> and, um, wow. and she got all upset with me and started and then she waited and we ha- and sh- we got off the bus together and I was like, oh my gosh, because I thought I dodged a bullet. Right. I got off. She got off after me. Mm-hmm. And I, at that point, I thought she was just following me, mm-hmm. but she actually did live on my street. Okay. Or one, one street over. Okay. It, it was her bus stop. Okay. But, you know, she comes up behind me and she just, the bus had pulled away and she pushed me and just started getting in my face. I don't remember the details or right, anything, right. but... I just remember stripping off my coat and just kind of going whirlwind at her. Just, just, <laughs> just, I just started going like chihuahua crazy on her wow. because I figured I either like need to, I, I don't know how to punch. I don't, you know, anything right, like right, that. Right, and yeah. I didn't want to, I figured I need to look insane right now right. to try and scare this mm-hmm. girl off. Right. Mm-hmm. Good strategy, by the way. Thank you. Yes. I didn't know what else to do. Mm-hmm. Um, and sure enough, like it scared her away and she ran home and, mm. uh, and then I'm, of course, just like, oh, yes. my God, I yes. can't d- just believe what happened. And I go home and luckily my mom was home and she wasn't home very often. Mm-hmm. Um, so she was home when I got home. And of course, I did the thing that kids do. She's uh. like, how was your first day? And I'm like, fine. Yeah. <laughs> right. <clears throat> right. It was great. Right. No, I wasn't going to yeah. tell her what happened. Because I honestly, I thought at this point, no, I'm going to be the one that's in trouble because like I wouldn't say I kicked her ass, but like. I definitely scared her away. Yeah. <laughs> I have a question when you're ready. Yes. Go ahead. Why do you think, because it was fight or flight, right? Yes. What do you think at 12 years old, I mean, you had a crowbar, crowbar thrown at you. Yeah. You ended up in Reseda slash Palmdale. <laughs> you were hoping for the beach with the ocean. Yes. And all these things aren't going the right way. Right? Yeah. For a lot of people, having a kid follow you off the bus. Yeah. When you're first exposing yourself to all the kids that... Or live from there. Right. Which I'm assuming at 12, 13 years old, you're wondering, I want to fit in. I want to get yes. along with people. Very important. And, you know, with the description you have about your home life where you're kind of isolated a little bit. Yeah. And you're on your own. Yeah. Why do you think you chose to fight instead of running away or saying, I'm sorry, I'm sorry? Yeah. Those are viable options mm-hmm. for a lot of people. You chose not to do that instinctively. Well, I think I just figured, look, if if I don't defend myself right here, right now, mm-hmm. this is going to keep happening to me. And it might anyway. It's the truth. Yeah. It, no. it might keep happening. Absolutely yes. right. But I need to stand my ground, even if I get my ass kicked right now, right. which I probably am going to, is what right. I was thinking. <laughs> What's the alternative to get picked on every day? And mm-hmm. I, I didn't want to deal with that. So at least, yeah. you know, I wanted to be tough, you know. Did somebody teach you that or you think it just kind of um, came to you? I think it's just because uh, I've always just had to be, I've had to be there for myself (laughs) Mm -hmm. because I didn't really have, my dad wasn't involved in my life um, really hardly at all. Mm. Um, 
and my mom was there but not present you know the typical yeah. right. story yeah. right um so i just anything i wanted anything i needed you i had to do it i kind of had to do it yeah yeah and so i mean that's that's what i did that day and i went in my room and but here's where it gets fun so I'm in my room, right? It gets funner than it, what you've said so well, far. Well, it real I think so. Okay, well, this all right. was surprising to me. So there's a knock at our door. Uh-huh. And um I'm like looking through the curtain like, oh my gosh, but I couldn't see. And you're alone. No, my mom was there. Okay. My mom was there. All right. And um so next thing I know, my mom is like, Hey, <laughs> like yelling, get out here. And I'm like, what <laughs> oh my gosh so I walk down the hall uh-huh. and I see uh, a guy standing at our door okay it's, and I immediately realized this is probably Edwina's dad that's th- that's what you're thinking it was Edwina's oh it was dad. okay this is the same day this is the same day this was within an hour of me getting home oh, wow. wow. and he comes up to the door and he's riled up that's his girl you mm-hmm. know that's his little girl mm-hmm. and I'm standing behind my mom, like kind of hiding. Like she's just like, "What did you do?" <laughs> like, "Oh, sorry, I just made the mic peek. I'll be it's careful." Okay. You're it's like, right. "You told it's, me to show my personality." It's like the first. Day. No, I love it. It's yeah, great. it's the first day. All right. So, um, he, he just says, "Like, what did you do to my daughter? Right. Why did you? Why did you beat up my daughter?" And uh-huh. I'm like, "I." And all I said was, "I'm I'm sorry, sir, but she started it." Mm-hmm. And I'm like behind my mom, and then I start to like. Stand up taller, you know, like, and he said, really? And I'm like, yeah. And he goes, okay. And then he shut the, like, he shut the screen and he turned around and walked away. And I thought, I would not want to be Edwina again. (laughs) Like, She's going to get two whoopings. Yep. (laughs) Okay. But that's a big tell because that means, oh, he knows. Yeah. 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 Well, I mean, I. He knows. Yeah. He he believed me clearly. Thank God. Yeah. And my mom, can you imagine the look on her face? She's like, Fine. School went fine. I'm like, school went fine. You didn't ask me how the bus ride or my walk home was. Right? So that was that. Okay, that's super funny so, because... Yeah. No, ahead. I was just going to say real quick because you know I like to talk. Yeah. Um, I've known you for a bit. How long do you think we've known each other now? Uh, we have known each other 11... Let's see. 11 years. Yeah, like almost 11 or, years. Yeah. I called it like 10, right? Yeah. Didn't I call it yeah, like 10? Yeah. yeah, earlier you did. Like 10, 11 years. Yeah. I've never heard that story before. Mm. I've never heard that story before. It tracks so much. <laughs> so because there's so sense. many, and we'll probably get into this more now, mm. um, events and uh, situations that I've either heard of or that I've experienced with you that track on that little girl. Oh, yeah? Yes. Okay. That same kind of... I was kind of, of a little girl still. I mean, oh, yeah. 12, okay, 12 13? Yeah. Absolutely. Not to make it, okay, but not to make it sound weird or whatever, but you still have that kind of um, youthfulness in your personality. <laughs> you know what I mean? So when situations arise, yeah. you're not the aggressor, but you mm-hmm. certainly won't be the person to run away. Yeah. And you're still I think that that's way. Fair to say. Yeah, you're still that way right yeah. now. And when you tell me that story, it it just so tracks. So, <laughs> so this is um, one of the reasons why we'd like to delve a little bit into the upbringing sure. of guests because that's fair. It's these, you know, and you know, with no pressure on our guests, share what you want to share. But it's important because it shows how from a from way long time ago 
how you started developing your personality, how life experiences started to impact and change and make who you are today. Sure. Right. Um, I don't, you know, I've, I've uh, socialized with you a few times here and there. I don't know much about you, but um, based on what little he had told me, I'm like, oh, well, yeah, okay. (laughs) And then you said it yourself. I had to take care of myself. Right. And you just, you know, explained why you had to, you had to uh, entertain yourself, take care of yourself, Mm -hmm. all that stuff. You could only rely on you. And I'm sure we're going to see a pattern as we continue (laughs) on, continue on with, uh, with her, with her life story. That was deep, dude. He warned us. <laughs> he he was, he he was did really warn deep us. there, man. That, wow. <laughs> yes. Wow. Yeah. That was that was very deep. Um okay. So let's just put So now we're at. in junior high. Now we're in junior and then, high. <laughs> <laughs> and then well, and then you asked about Palmdale and I did. Yeah. And um I will tell you it was not what I expected. Mm-hmm. It was not um, you know, I look at what my kids have. They go they go to school, there's beach volleyball courts, and I'm like, How do you, you have a beach volleyball yeah, court? Right. Like that we didn't so even true. have nets on our that um, basketball so hoops. The basketball hoops. Exactly. No, we didn't. We didn't even have We had broken chains. Uh, yeah. I, I took it's, my daughter Chloe to my high school and and she actually kind of teared up when she saw it like mom you had to go here and i'm like i'm like no no no, but you don't i get it i get Uh why this this dilapidated scene would make you you sad for me but Mm -hmm. this was formidable this was where i went to high school this this place and everything that happened while I was there really made me who I am today. I know they say zero to five or your formidable years. For me, it was high school. That yeah. was my formidable time, my most formidable time. Kudos to you for doing that because um, similarly, you know, mm-hmm. Mike and I grew up, you know, within a mile of each other and stuff uh, yeah. in elementary school. But our kids are so fortunate. Mm. to to have to have grown up the way they have grown up with what we have provided them right right after Mm -hmm. hard work right but without them seeing yeah what we had to go through truth the Mm -hmm. the, you know the stuff that we had to um to you know struggle with yeah to get to where we are today they they there's a disconnect there for sure right and i'm glad and i'm glad you (laughs) did that yeah Yeah. and i'm sure you saw it that way and that's probably why you did Mm -hmm. it Definitely. Um, yeah, we were just there for a soccer tournament, but I was like, while we're here. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I remember the first day I took uh, Quinn and Chloe to their their el- first elementary school here in San Diego. Yeah. And, and I would just it, the thing the thought that went through my head was kind of strange and not a thought that I, I actually hope a lot of people have to have. But I thought, wow, they they're probably not going to have to worry about like the mm-hmm. things that I had to worry about when they do get to junior and high and high school, like they're not gonna have to worry about like getting beat up, mm-hmm. hopefully. Um, and, but I just remember thinking, wow, this is so great. I am so happy. I'm so relieved that I'm in an area where my kids just can feel safe mm-hmm. because I, I, as much as I love Palmdale and, and how um, formidable it was and how it made me who I am, I did not feel safe every day. Mm-hmm. was like, you had to watch your back. Truth. Kind of, you didn't look side to side. You know, right. yeah. when you were driving in a car, as a matter of fact, like when I would go back up to Washington to visit, you know, I remember one time walking into a Burger, Burger King and someone held the door open for me. And I was like, what do they Whoa. want? Mm-hmm. Like, wow. you know, and no, so it's truth because you're always 
careful. Yeah, yeah you have you kind of get conditioned, to, and it, that that's kind of sad. I will say, and and I'm glad that that's not how I feel now, and it's not how everybody feels there. Right. Um, mm-hmm. But it was kind of the times too, because what what happened was. Um, that was a time in Palmdale where uh, a lot of the parents were trying to move their gangs out of, yeah. well, your area, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. where mm-hmm. you grew up. Mm-hmm. Yep. They were trying to get their kids out of there so that they didn't grow up in the gangs. But really what ended up happening mm-hmm. was it kind of transferred a lot of the gang violence up yeah. to that area. Yeah. And so now when you go to Palmdale High, there's actually bars around the entire school. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They've put metal detectors in and stuff since then. So, so I, have, I have another question. Please. You know, I'm going to have a lot of them. Mm-hmm. I hope so. You're the one doing this <laughs> interview. <laughs> I, I wrote them down, so it's okay. I'll remember. Okay. Um, a little controversial, but let's let's throw it out there. Okay. There is, I would argue, a strength that we carry from having to find that, um, that grit mm-hmm. to deal with situations that aren't ideal yeah. and figure out a way forward. Yes. Or at least a way to survive. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. That our kids don't have to for the most part. And they do it in different ways. Let's just talk it in like an academia or, or, or social situations. The social pressure with. Uh, is is yeah. very different. Yeah. We lived in a better time for sure. Right. Um, growing up mm-hmm. like the, the social pressure that. that do my, you yeah. do you think that sometimes I I don't. Well, you know, you know me and my kids, right? Yes. So I'm very, very well. protective. Yes. Extremely protective. So Papa Bear, three daughters. <laughs> so <laughs> one of my daughters yeah. did an internship with her and ended up working and still works for her right yeah. now today. Yep. Mm-hmm. My goddaughter. Um, which I'm super happy about, mm-hmm. by the way. Um, She's amazing. His goddaughter. So, mm-hmm. Yes. So. Shout I, out I Brianna. Bought, I, yes, <laughs> absolutely. So I have obviously had a very... A specific strategy in protecting my children, mm-hmm. right? But sometimes I wonder yeah. that the um, tenacity that I had, that I was forced to have, yes, that tough skin that I was mm-hmm. forced to have. I love that word. They don't have because they didn't have to have it, and I protected them from it. Mm-hmm. Do you think that there's something lost in the fact that we chose not to do that? Well, maybe. Maybe right? I think that's I think that's a fair question. Um, I think that I'd still rather I my agree. kids have been I raised the, in the environment that that, that they agree. were, just because that fear factor is never a lot of fun. Nope. But especially um, as a parent, yeah. I mean, I I won't say that I grew up poor because I I mean I was did live in a double wide. We didn't have very much money. Rambler and Little Rock. I mean California, like. We yep. did not have money, yep. but I can't say that I was, didn't have food when I needed food, right. you know, right. like other people had it way harder than me right. in mm-hmm. that aspect. But I mean, I want my kids to be able to go to whatever school they want and not have to worry about money. But I will tell you what, guess what? You're 16, get a job, mm. you know? So those are the kinds of things that, that I've done. I started working when I was really young. You started yep. working when you were really young. Yep. So guess what? All three of my kids started working. We yep. have we have money. I'm not going to lie. We have money because no one, ha- not because someone handed me money. Absolutely As not. My husband and I joke all the time. Our friends are getting all these inheritance and we're like, all we're going to inherit is like debt. Yeah. yeah. When our parents- Your blood, sweat and tears that you put together yourself. Yeah. yeah. But I mean, I, I want that for my kids, you know, uh-huh. just like you do. I mm-hmm. want them to be able to go to whatever college they want to go to. Um, they have to earn it. They still have to get the grades. They still yeah. have to do the things they need to do to get in school. But like, but yeah, I do. I hear you. Mm-hmm. I so hear you. Um, and and I do think you're right. But um, 
I, I mean, I think, and I can only hope that they get there. My kids, I, I still think they're very tenacious. Mm-hmm. Um, they're very um, resourceful. Well, I can attest to that. I know them. Yeah. So, yes, I know they are. Uh, they're resourceful. Um, yeah. And well, you do I, to interject. You yeah. do things that allow them to be challenged. Mm-hmm. Like, for instance, if you don't mind me sharing, you know, one of your your daughter goes out on these unbelievable adventures. Yes. That tax her yes. and put her in compromised positions. Yeah. It's controlled, yes. but yet again, sort of. still requires her to figure it out on the fly yes. of what to do to make the situation good. Right. And I don't think that's by accident. Sure. No, they, I think that they, they still, you're their role model. Some of it's in their DNA and some of it's in their environment. So, I mean, that's the bottom line. I always say that no two kids have the same parents, even if they have the biological same parents, because every kid that you have, you are in a different position in your life. They're either the youngest, middle, oldest, like whatever Mm -hmm. you're, you as you and your husband or you and your spouse, like whatever the parents are, you're divorced, like whatever, Mm -hmm. like no two parents are the same one year from the next, you know what I mean? So, um, but the the thing that you're talking about with with Chloe, for example, is she starting after fifth, just with the summer between fifth and sixth grade, she got invited to this Poway backpackers trip, mm. and I was like, "You're gonna what? Like, they're gonna go for ten days, and they're going to go backpacking, carrying only what they can hold, mm-hmm. and they're gonna go up in the Sierra Nevadas and spend, uh, you know, a, a, over a week yep. without their parents. She's just." came out of fifth grade right not even in sixth grade yet no tents at all she still does it yeah and um and i was like wow oh my gosh wow this is crazy but sure of course i'm i'm on board if you want to do this if Mm -hmm. you want to try it the leaders say if this kid doesn't have grit they should not go on this trip (laughs) because guess what if they start crying they Too start bad. crying. As a matter of fact, we're yeah. probably going to make fun of them. Yeah. Too bad. Yeah. I was like, you're going to make fun of them? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay. okay, wait a minute. So let's clock yeah. this. How how many years now, Chloe? Chloe is 17. So, so she's going into her senior year now. Mm-hmm. No, but so many years she's been doing this. Uh, I think this trip was her sixth trip because she skipped wow. one year and then COVID happened last year. Um, so, you know, she started at how, I don't know, fifth grade. Is that like? 11 <laughs> 11 years old for, she's yeah. trying, I think, for, for our listeners so I think she's, Chloe. yeah she started when she was 11 and now she's um uh maybe 10 10 or 11 and now she's uh 17 and she um, chose to go back every time well it was so funny and this you know what this is a good one actually so she gets so she gets back from this first trip and I was of course worried about like blisters like as a mom the entire time you have no access to your kids this is terrifying for how many days it was a, it was a 10 day trip you didn't have access to Chloe for 10 days? About eight days because the, yeah, the drive me, up there, the drive yeah, back. That'd yeah. give me a heart attack. Oh, it was terrifying. Yeah, um, I was worried about bug bites. I was worried about blisters. And, <sighs> you know, and uh, she gets off the bus and she literally looks like someone just rolled her in dirt, <laughs> you know, <laughs> and her hair. She had dreadlocks, which I've never seen before on her. Uh-huh. And uh, and she gets off the bus and she's just in tears and she just she buries her head in my chest. I have a picture. Every time I look at it, I cry. I swear to you, every time I look at this picture, I cry still to this day um but uh she buries her head in my chest and you know i cradle her and uh-huh. we get in the car and and uh uh 
I said so, you know, and she just is like, I'm never doing that again, like, <laughs> ever, ever, ever so hard. And, and I was just like, okay, okay. And I mean, I luckily something in me said, you got to let, just let her have this. Mm-hmm. And then I, you know, but in my head, I'm thinking, wait till signups start in um, six months from now and let's just see what she says. But right. I thought to force her would be wrong. You know, it, I just drive her the other direction. Mm-hmm. And so I didn't, I just said, okay, okay, okay. And then I gave her a really big meal <laughs> because, you mm-hmm. know, she'd basically been starving for a yeah. week. And, um, you there know, are a lot of parents that would just say, you don't have to do that again. You didn't do that. No, I didn't tell her she didn't have to do it again. Right. I just kind of didn't say, I, I just kind of said, okay, okay. And then sure enough, signups happen the next year. And she's like, I'm going, <laughs> I'm like right on. Awesome. And, uh, you know, she's, they have, I, I remember too, she it's just, cause she's a beast. She's a beast. She said that's the first time she's ever cussed and she was honest to me oh, well. yeah, about that. And she said, I said, fuck. And I said, why, why did you say fuck? And she said, cause the fucking boys wouldn't fucking help put up the fucking tarp. <laughs> and I was like, that's a lot of fucks. Yeah. Okay. That's a good reason though. Yeah. That's annoying. Yeah. Totally. Annoying. That's hella annoying. Yeah. So let's jump ahead. I'm going to jump ahead. Okay. Cause this is what we're going to do. Okay. Let's talk a little bit about the success. Okay. And what I mean by that, uh, forget the, I'm not talking about financial success. Yeah. I'm talking about you had a project. You had a, an idea yes. of something yeah. that you wanted to do. Tell us a little bit about how that idea was formed. Okay. Because it was, I, I'm a little familiar with it. Yes. A <laughs> um, little bit. And it was a little bit organic. It wasn't 100% like, Okay, I'm going to do this in this time frame, and then I'm going to execute it in this way, and and make this whole thing happen together. It kind of just kind of organically came to fruition, mm-hmm. and then where it is today. Okay, if you don't mind sharing. Wow. Okay, so that's another decade. That's we're a lot. Talk about. Yeah, that's a, um, that's a lot. So uh, I'm going to tell the short version um, of yes. the backstory first. Good. Of so I. Um, when I graduated from, uh, college, I, um, went into information, information technology. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was more out of necessity than want. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'll tell the short version and you can dig into questions on this mm-hmm. later, but the, probably where I had the most grit in my entire life was when I was, uh, 18 years old. Um, hmm. and when I was 18 years old, I got pregnant. Mm. And I had to make a choice, which a lot of teenage girls have to make. Mm -hmm. And um, that, of course, was scary, super scary. And, um, Mm. you know, I knew a lot of people that got pregnant and and they got abortions. And Mm -hmm. I did not judge them for that. Mm -hmm. To me, I I am pro-choice. I've always said I'm pro-choice. It just wasn't my choice. Um, I was with my high school sweetheart. I, you know, was a freshman in college when I, when I had him, I did, I did have him. I got a lot of grief. I lot of, I lost a lot of friends, but you find out who your friends are pretty quickly. Mm. Um, but that was, uh, that was something that was a doozy. I had already, I applied to one college and I got into that college. I, um, you know, when I was in high school, I was a cheerleader. I was in all the AP classes. You know, I was doing everything right to be on path, t- uh, to be on track to go to the college of my choice. Yeah. But I didn't, I wasn't about going to Stanford or any, I, mean, I got it. I just wanted to have fun and get a good degree. Yeah. Um, and have, and I wanted to be a drama teacher. Um, and I wanted to, I wanted to teach drama and English like uh, in high school. Um, I didn't know that. Yeah, that was my. Seriously? Yeah, hmm. so that was my dream. Um, hmm. But wow. you, you got to pivot. You got to change course sometimes when things happen in your life, which they do for everyone. Yeah. 
Um, and uh, so I decided again to have my son, Anthony. Mm-hmm. Um, and I actually, we, we ended up getting married. It didn't last very long. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Shocker. I mm-hmm. know. Mm-hmm. Oh, what? Mm-hmm. Um, Still it, shows you tried, though. Yeah. Uh, but, and he, he, we were so ignorantly bliss. It was hilarious to me. I look back and I'm like, God, how old you, were you at this point? 18. Yeah. I oh was my 18. Gosh, yeah. Um, so I was supposed to go to, uh, the university of California, Santa Barbara, the, mm. I love that school. That's mm-hmm. the only school I applied to. That's where I wanted to go. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't get to go there, um, because, uh, I, I didn't have the money at that point. I right. remember I'd find a quarter and I'd be like a quarter. Oh my God. <laughs> um, and so, uh, I just, um, we just did what I had to do the one thing that, um, I think was the saving grace was I just kept going to school. I didn't get any financial assistance mm-hmm. because I worked the entire time. Mm. What'd you do? Um, for work? Yeah. I waitressed, which I believe everybody should do. So I was a food server for five years. Thank you. I think everybody should have to work in the food industry. Where'd you work? Yep. Black Angus Steakhouse. Yep. That's yep. right. I used Square to work there too. Fun bar. Yeah, he, he, he used to work <laughs> nice. there too. DJ. He was a DJ. No he was the yeah. DJ at the Square Cow Fun Bar. Yes, of course. Wow. He was a straight up DJ at. That is uh, sick. Yeah, Black Angus. So I mean, I paid for my own college. I got um, five hundred dollars was all I got in financial aid because I made just enough waitressing because mm. you make pretty good money. Yeah, um, and Black Angus back in the day, you did uh, you did pretty good. Yeah, I I worked really hard though. I was always either at school parenting or um, at work. I worked until 11 at night. I'd get up. I'd study. I'd, I mean, I, it was just... So this is a single mom at this point. I was a, I was a single mom, but Anthony's dad was involved. Oh, good. So, yeah, he, good. he was involved. I'm not going to say that he didn't He didn't help. He um, participated. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but it's still a lot of work. My mom stepped up. She watched Anthony for me when I'd work. Um, but the key for me was not stopping going to school. Yeah. And I think that's really hard to do. Who it told was you so to do that? Yeah. Who told you to do that? Nobody, nobody told me. Told yeah, to nobody told me to do that. Um, I just, I, I just was like, no, I'm not going to stop. I need to be mm-hmm. able to. Well, first of all, I need this for me, but I need this for my kid too. That's awesome. It's not just me anymore. You That's know? awesome. So that was going to be my question. What mm-hmm. w- at that point, your priority was your son. Yes. Right. I couldn't even. I mean, most. You know, people that are in their late teens, early twenties will have a roommate. I couldn't have a roommate. Yeah, I wouldn't. No. I know a lot of people get roommates and stuff, mm-hmm. but I, I just that was too risky for me. So mm-hmm. I just needed to make more money, um, and so I had my little apartment. And you know, I didn't get to live on campus like I thought I would. I thought right. I'd be in the dorms partying it up with everybody. Right. Nope, yeah. that all didn't changed. get to happen. Right. Yeah, all that changed. Um, yeah, so my number one priority was my son, and uh, that's why my degree changed from, um, you know, <laughs> you know, education to uh, business and technology. And uh, I remember when I graduated from the University of Washington, it was like the weight of the world was off of my shoulders because now all I had to do was work and be a mom. Yeah. Whereas before I had to go to school. How, how work long did and be it take mom. you at Washington? It, it took me. Uh, it took me five years to graduate. That's pretty good. Five, five and a half years to graduate. That's I pretty think. good before I was done. But yeah, because I had a move in the middle of that. So I was down in Palmdale and then I wanted to be closer to my, to my family yeah. and they had moved back up to Washington. Yeah. Thanks mom. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. so, so I moved back up and, and we, the university of Washington was my dream school when I was a child. So yeah. my, just, my dreams just had to pivot. Awesome. <laughs> and, awesome. uh, yeah. So, um, so I got my degree in information technology. I was making really good money for, you know, being the age I was, uh, I started saving immediately for my kid's college fund. By the time I was 25, I had already opened (laughs) my first college, um, savings account. Wow. Um, but nobody told you to do that. (laughs) 
I see a theme that he's going with. Yeah. Nobody I'm, I'm told trying. me to yeah, do no, that. No, yeah. Yeah. no yeah, one told right. her. No one told her. Yeah. I, so I worked in technology for, um, mm, let's see, until I was about 30 or so. Um, met my, somewhere in there, I met um, my, my husband, Steve, who I was with for 15 years. Mm. Um, and we had Quinn and Chloe, and I was working in information technology. He did well in his field. I did well in mine. I was not passionate about it, and I was at a place in my life where I could do something different. Mm -hmm. And so I bought a gym. How long were you in IT? Mm, well, I'm still in IT. <laughs> I know. I was when I was kind solely of in IT. Solely in uh, IT. I was solely in IT for probably only like six years or so. so yeah, six, okay. seven, eight. Got I it. don't know. <laughs> and, and this is when the the gym came around. Yeah. So I wasn't enjoying my job in mm -hmm. IT. I was good at it and it paid the bills, but it wasn't anything I was passionate about. And mm -hmm. luckily, I was at a place in my life where I could, you know, start to think about me a little bit more again. And so I'd always, always been uh, passionate about fitness. And so uh, there was this gym in this little town that I lived in at that point up in, now I'm back up in Washington. And the gym was just like depressing me. I was just like, this is run <laughs> so poorly. <laughs> and Nothing it, against them, but what was it in particular that you saw that you had a different vision of? Well, there was just no personality or passion behind there it. And there was no advancement. Like it was just like, here's some weights. Here's your it's basically key a, fob. It's a room with a bunch. No, of they didn't have a key fob. Yeah, yeah. And so, just so so myself and and the audience can get a perspective mm -hmm. of of a time of era when you decided to right before you ventured into this, you know, this gym you're talking about. Yeah. Are we talking nineties? Uh, this was no. This was um. Let's see. You know, how, you guys know how you base it on like how old were how old were your kids? Agreed. Um. So yeah. Chloe was two. So okay. that means it was two thousand six. So so two thousand six. Okay. So j just trying to put it in perspective of like, okay, who were the the big guys in the fitness world? You know, was it was it family way back in the day of Family Fitness? Was it you know Twenty Four uh, Hour Fitness? Was it Crunch? Was you know Gold's Gym? Gold's was Gym big. was popular um, in that era. Curves. Do you remember Curves? Was uh, like that all female. All gym. female. Yes. All yeah, females, that yes. was big. I was know. It, wasn't Ballet pretty big back Bally then? Was Bally big. was big. Yeah. Um, was big. The boutique fitness studio was not a thing then. That okay. was not a thing. So it, it was the big box gyms. Gotcha. So yeah. so that's kind of what I was getting at. Yeah. Boutique gyms were not a thing. Nope. Uh, you know, so so take it from there. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, actually, that's that's a really good point. I'm I'm glad that you brought that up. So, the gym that I bought, um, you know, what it was just your basic gym. Mm. Um, you know, uh, they didn't have any group fitness classes. That's another thing. I was just like, because before I lived in um, wh where I was when I bought the gym in Washington, mm -hmm. I had mo I had moved to Lake Tahoe for a few years, mm. oh. and that's where I fell in love with spinning. Actually, mm. and there was this one spin instructor in particular that, like, the guy was a freaking beast. He would like climb three mountain peaks in a day and then come teach a spin class at night. It was mm -hmm. crazy. Jeez. And yeah, I, I loved him. <laughs> I thought, wow, this guy's a beast. I love it. Yeah. Um, and so that that's when I started spinning and fell in love with spinning. So that was in my. Um, what year is this? Uh, that would have been again. I got to base it on Quinn. Yeah. Um, so that was probably that was in the late 1990s. So you fell in love with spin in 90s. About like 99, to be fair. Like, Got yeah, it. yeah. Got it. Um, but um, so uh, when I saw this gym, I was just like, gosh, I could do this so much better. <laughs> Everybody thinks that. And it's not always true, by it's the true. way. It's true. No, that's yeah, fair. Um, that's fair. But uh, it just wasn't being taken care of, you know. 
And so I talked to Steve, my husband at the time, and um, I got his buy-in and we just took some of our money. I think I bought the gym for like 80 grand, which isn't a lot. I mean, that's, that's pretty good. Yeah. Um, you know, it wasn't huge. It wasn't a huge place. It was probably 5,000 square feet or something like that, but it was in a small town. So Measure- membership was small. Oh yeah. The membership sucked. Yeah. Um, and that's just, they didn't even do recurring billing. Like <laughs> you literally had to prepay for a gym oh. membership. I was like, well, that's the first thing I'm fixing. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. Give me your bank account number. But you had um, never owned a gym before in your entire no, life. No, this was brand new. My parents were both entrepreneurs. They were both horrible entrepreneurs. I'm sorry, okay. Dad. And That's okay. God, um, rest your soul, Mom. But um, but they had a passion for it. They did. They were both entrepreneurs, but they, like I said, they were both really bad at it. They did not have that business well, sense. I always say Part that, of it was their egos, I will tell you. Yeah, I, w- I would say that there's a lot of entrepreneurs who have like a dream and a passion, mm-hmm. but they're not necessarily good business people. Yeah. They don't have the finance and the operations. Right. Or yeah. the marketing. There's yeah, there's so many so many things. Right. There's so many things that you have to do right um and learn from your failures and you can get on all that but um so anyways, I bought this gym. Um, I put uh, everything. I still, by the way, because I'm not stupid, I still did IT on the side. Hmm. Um, I was, I was going to ask you that. If you quit your job completely here. I, I had at this point, um, I, by the way, like from a kid perspective, like where are you with that? Because you have three now. I have three. Yeah. So I, uh, when I bought that gym, Chloe was two and Quinn was six. Hmm. Um, so I had two little, little kids. Chloe would just be on my back in a backpack and I just literally be running around the gym doing stuff. Um, how old was Anthony at that time? And, um, let's see, Anthony would have been 13. Yeah. Yeah. Got it. So, um, that was a lot of fun. It was a lot of work, but yeah, I was, the reason I kept doing it because like I needed that safety net to make sure like, yeah, of course. Anything happen, I still, you know, it's technology you can lose, you can lose it quickly. Mm-hmm. You can become completely obsolete in your, your understanding of knowledge and where, where things are. And so that's why. I'm laughing. Dude, she's so grit, isn't she? Uh-huh. Yes. But Seriously, I'm, bro. I'm laughing. So grit. Because I too was an IT. Really? And I too. Truth. Did not enjoy it. Okay. Because it was so fast paced. Yes. I enjoyed it early on. I got into yeah. it in the early nineties. Okay. Yeah. So Okay. Just, just basic basic hardware stuff. Yeah. All hey, right. You, you ran a lot of line, you ran a set up a lot of servers. Yeah. Okay. That's hardware. You were a hardware guy. Hardware I was a guy. hardware guy, but okay. I ended up learning more and more. Yeah. But then it became so fast paced. Yeah. It's very fast all, paced. All my all my uh coworkers were doing it at home on the side, doing yeah. side gigs. You kinda have to and I was like mm-hmm. I don't want to do that stuff. Mm. Uh, that's uh, when I'm home. When I'm home, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So eventually, it just got to the point where like, I, I can't do this anymore. Uh, gotcha. I'm out of here. And people would hit me up all the time. I'm sure they would hit you up. But anyways, uh, that's I why was I chuckled. More software, hardware. You, you guys are the guys that get hit up more. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. True. Yeah. Software. As soon as a port goes software down, software not so much. But I, I had I had my software friends that you know could could knew any server question. But anyways, that's why I chuckled because I I, I was kind of feeling you. I was getting. You, I was like, yeah. I, I, I needed to do something else at yeah, some point. Good for you. And I was Leo. like, enough is enough is enough. Mm-hmm. So, um, and, and and I did eventually. But let's go ahead with you. Mm-hmm. And uh, so you had a vision. You have this gym vision. Yes. You're, you know, you're not. You're 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 financially uh, savvy enough to know like, okay, well, I can't do this 
completely. I got got to do a little bit of yeah, IT. Yeah, I needed the supplement. Safety net. Yeah, yeah it wasn't even net. so much about the supplement. No? It was like it was more like the safety net. Okay. Like you know what I mean. I needed to if I needed to pivot back to that. Okay. Because we've seen how I've had to pivot in my mm-hmm. life, like we all do, right? Like, mm-hmm. So if I needed to pivot back to that, I needed that door to be open gotcha. still. You gotcha. know? Okay. Because it can close on you pretty fast if mm-hmm. you don't stay current. Mm-hmm. Um, so, um, so uh, I. I did a great job at that, Jim. I will say, um, no, I've heard. it was, it was pretty, I brought life to it. I hired a team, which is so important, um, of people that were passionate. I brought group fitness to it. I brought in spinning. That was of course, one of the first mm. things. Ooh. And you know, it was just such a like happy place to be like, and I was so energetic. I mean, like you think I'm energetic now. Like I was jumping over those benches with Chloe on my back. At this time? And, um, I was about 33. Mm. Um, mm. And, um, it was just, it was amazing. Um, but it was still in Washington (laughs) Mm. and as much as I love Washington, it's just, you know, as as happy as I was in a lot of ways, the weather does impact me. Um, I don't know with you guys if it's a lot of rain. Yeah. You've been in the sunshine Mm. a lot, but, um, you know, and I'd had a taste of it living in Tahoe. Mm. Um, you know, a lot of people think that Tahoe is, um, you know, snowing all the time and stuff, but Tahoe gets like 330 days of sun. Um, I didn't know that. Yeah. 330 days? Yeah, and then it just dumps snow. Okay, yeah, Tahoe's um, okay. gorgeous. But, you know, and I went to a high school in Palmdale, like we talked yeah, about. Yeah, 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 um, yeah. So you like the sun. sun. Yeah, yeah. No, I know you like My the sun. skin tells you that. Yeah. But, um, and, and so uh, I just knew I didn't want to raise my kids there. Mm-hmm. Um, and my whole family's up there, and they love it, and that's great, but it just wasn't for me. It was actually like a little, I'm not, prone to depression but event driven depression because it was just like so cloudy all the time right like right and so um we actually just we had visited san diego a lot and i said you know what fuck it like i'm like are you in let's go like um and so that's so you that's yeah <laughs> that's ballsy that's, so you. that's hella ballsy but no that, that's totally her yeah but, but it is it still is though yeah. i mean not anybody yeah. can do that yeah well anybody i mean not that's not sure anybody can't there's environmental things like someone in cambodia can't just like pick up and move to san diego probably but we live in the united states of america that's the bottom line and mm-hmm. so that does matter. Um, so when people it say does. you can do anything you can dream of, like I'm a realist at the same time. Yeah. And I realized that I was fortunate enough to be born in the United States of America. And you can and go that, to any state you want to. Yeah. Um, you know, and so I I was like, you know what? I, I want to go to San Diego. I freaking love that town. That's mm-hmm. a great point, hon. And great point. So, so I just, I, we did. And, um, you know, luckily my husband was able to get a job here, but it didn't go in that order. Like mm-hmm. we chose to move to San Diego and um, we made it happen. Um, I was going to be a stay-at-home mom. I had, so uh, I, so the gym that we bought for 80000 I think I sold for 260000 just yeah. a couple little years later. That's, and I the way, that, that's the way you do it. Yeah, that doesn't seem like a lot of money, but you know what's so cool? It was, uh, it was enough for a down payment on a house in San Diego. Heck yeah. The most important part is what you did do it. Yeah. yeah. That's the most important part. It was part. sick, yeah. It's not about it's, the dollars. It's about what you did. Thank you. The life. 100%. You brought into that place, mm-hmm. you know. That's, yeah. It yeah, wasn't it wasn't the same. about the money. No, it wasn't about the money. It was about like now this is actually a thriving business, and, yep. and um, some great people took it over. They had the same passion that I did, which was super. As a matter of fact, someone else wanted to buy it, and they offered me more, mm. and I was like, "No way! I'm not going to kill like this gym by mm. selling it to you for twenty thousand more than That's this other awesome. person." 
So, that's awesome. Yeah, and they and they're still running it to this day. To oh, this day, they geez. still own it. They still run it. Yeah, wow. really. Yeah. So um, that's super cool. But so I moved down to San Diego, and I thought, you know what, I needed a change of pace. I'm just going to be a stay at home mom, mm-hmm. and uh, that lasted three months. <laughs> <laughs> Because once uh, you're an entrepreneur, always an entrepreneur. Oh, there's no way you were lasting more than three months. <laughs> Wait, what did you say? Brian's saying something. I'm rounding up. It might she have been probably two and a half. is, yeah. Brian. She totally is. People found out that I taught fitness classes, and they were like, "You should teach us fitness. Um, you should teach us a boot camp." And so I just started teaching boot camps on the side, and then uh, I didn't want to pay for just a gym membership. Just because you know that's what she does. Yeah, but that's it was what she does. still I was going to be a stay-at-home mom. <laughs> uh huh. Then I went to work for Sony's corporate gym. Um, yes. And they were paying quite a bit yes. per class, but I didn't like it because I couldn't invite any of my friends to class because it was a corporate gym. It was a closed right. gym. Right. It's only employees. What, yeah. what year is this on? Um, so fast forward to 19, or excuse me, 19. <laughs> fast rewind to um, 2009. Yeah, 2009. 2009. Yeah. Um, and so um, Chloe was in kindergarten, Quinn was in fourth grade. Um, wow, that's Anthony, all, it's only been since 2009. Yeah, and then Anthony was in college that's up crazy. in Washington. Um, but yeah, so I started teaching classes kind of on the side. Um, didn't like the Sony thing so much because I was the same people every day. First of all, it was a little boring. Um, and I couldn't invite people like from Chloe's school or Quinn's school like to come work out with me. And so I was just like, fuck it. I'm going to open a studio. <laughs> like that didn't mm-hmm. last long. Mm-hmm. Um, boutique studios were not a th- they were not a thing back then mm-hmm. um, but the reason I chose a boutique studio is I thought you know what there's already enough big box gyms around here I need to specialize and I just kind of had that the jack of all trades is the master of none mentality mm-hmm. and I thought well what do I love most and it was spinning, spinning. and s- strength training I really like those fusion classes that combine spinning with mm-hmm. strength training you yeah. know mm-hmm. and those were not a thing yet um, back in 2000. No, they were or, not. Yeah, 2009. They were not. So, yeah, I opened this little studio. I kind of did some math on, um, you know, what's it going to take for me to even break even? I got my initial investment, which was like $35,000 or something like that. Okay. Again. You started this whole thing with thirty-five grand. I did. And it was self-funded. Um, That's freaking awesome. And, yeah, so I, I did the math and I was like, okay, I need to sell... 40 classes per week, meaning 40 (laughs) seats per week, or I don't even know what it was, but you know, I I literally put it on paper. Here's, and I had to justify it to sell it to my husband at that point. Like I had to tell him like, okay, here's what, here's what the plan is. It's his money too. It's math. And, um, I had, uh, and I was just kicking ass. Like it was just doing really, really well. Um, we did group fitness, we did boot camps. Um, and, uh, I think I, I think I paid off my initial investment within six months. Oh my gosh. So this so, is a very, very wow. important part of this story that's yeah. going on with us. This is when I meet Kat. Mm. Yes. Oh. And the, then most importantly, this is this when is I met Michael. Important. Like this that's, that's when he came important. in. So I just spent changed. a lot of time building this story so we could get to the point where Kat and I become friends. She had uh, this brand new studio uh-huh. and I used to. Don't make fun. I used to do cardio. <laughs> totally make fun of him. I used to do cardio. I know you did cardio. I, Why would I make fun you of you? You still me? should be doing I, I, cardio. Okay, she, she's going to start on me right now. She's literally going to start on me I've always told her to do cardio. Mm-hmm. She's, no, Thank no, you, Leo. no. Okay, because, well, I'm going to get to this. Okay. So, I used to do a lot of cardio, mm-hmm. and one of the things that I found that was ex- incredibly beneficial for me, just with my body type, mm-hmm. because I have a hard time, I have no problem throwing on pounds, throwing around iron. That happens to me super easy. Mm-hmm. What I do have a hard time with doing is managing my my calorie intake mm-hmm. and cardio. 
And I, you know, I'm a big Muay Thai fight boxing guy. I, I love throwing iron around, all that stuff. But what I don't like to do is I don't like to run and do all the cardio that actually generates a lot of calorie burn, right? Right. Mm -hmm. So the one thing that I found that actually started working for me was um, indoor cycling. Yep. Mm -hmm. So I was doing it for a bit before um, I met Kat. Mm -hmm. And when she opened this studio, I was going to another studio that um, was kind of had changed locations and whatnot. Mm -hmm. So I was looking for a new studio mm -hmm. and I got a recommendation from um, the the trainer that I used to train with mm -hmm. about a new studio opening up in San Diego. Thank you. So I don't know if I called or I emailed. I don't know what the hell I did. Probably back then you probably called. I or probably called. We had this really wonky software system for registrations that I wrote. I literally wrote no my way. own software. You wrote Get the code. Yeah, I wrote the code. In what language? Uh, actually, it was with this program that I someone had given me. Oh, called, so you used a platform to write I it. I used Lotus Notes. Oh, Lotus you Notes. You did not. Seriously? But I wrote like all the programming behind it, and I wrote like no a registration way. system, and it was so wonky. But it okay, worked. so honestly, oh, I remember your website. It didn't look wonky. That's it impressive. It did not look wonky. I no, I'm that's I'm not blowing smoke, on. It did not look wonky. It did not. Well, back in the day, they didn't even have software systems. Right? For no, they did Okay, then. so now oh, you're yeah. reminding me. I remember I went to okay. the website and I thought, okay, this looks legit, mm -hmm. and I called. Fake it till you make it. <laughs> and I obviously, I think I, I talked to you. Yeah, probably. I was. Yeah. I I was the plumber. I was reservations. Yes. I was the instructor. So I I, I decide to go to this. And this is her first studio. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So it's it's on a second floor. Yep. Of an office suite building. It's a really yeah. nice building mm -hmm. yeah. here in San Diego. And I go in there and I go up the stairs and Berber I walk floor. into. Berber carpet, yeah. 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 So I walk in there, and she's got a bunch of bikes, and it's just, it's a fairly small. It's two rooms. Yeah. Yep. So fairly like base room where all the bikes are, yep. yeah. and then there's an office room that has a little like a treadmill, a little bit of workout area, yeah. okay. like a little personal training area. Right. So I walk okay. in there, and I'm like, okay, I want to do it. I want to do it. So I, I I meet Kat. So first thing I walk in there, you know, at that time I was a single guy, and I'm like, oh my god, she's absolutely beautiful. <laughs> mm -hmm. So I'm just gonna say that, right? Okay. So I'm standing there, I'm like, oh my god, she's absolutely beautiful. So she starts telling me all this, you know, stuff about the class or whatever. And I'm like, all right, I'll try it out. Right. Because mm -hmm. yeah. a lot of times you like go to the gyms or whatever. And I tried out. And her instructor, she had a bunch of instructors, which was super brilliant on her part. Okay. She didn't teach every freaking class. Mm -hmm. She had enough wherewithal to hire people yeah. that were good, mm -hmm. that taught good classes as well. So you had variety. Yeah. yeah. That's how it all started. Mm. Yeah. But I honestly didn't talk to you that much. Yeah, no, not that much. For a few years. Yeah. And it wasn't until, lo and behold, Brian, when I met Brian, yeah. we'll, we'll get to that part of the story, mm -hmm. uh, came over and we started chatting. Yeah. Uh -huh. And then we kind of got along. And then one day, uh -huh. Brian would say, hey, man, we should just grab, you know, just grab a drink or whatever. And I'm like, sandwich. yeah, sure. I'm guessing it was a sandwich. It, it wasn't a hero. <laughs> it wasn't a hero. But- it probably should have been. Mm. Um, but yeah, it should have been a hero, huh, Brian? Yeah, <laughs> should have been a hero. So then we decided we're going to get together, and Brian's like, hey, you do mind if Kat comes along? I'm like, of course not, you know? So Brian, Kat come along. That was it, bro. That was it, huh? That was 11 years ago. Love. It never stopped after that. No looking that. back. Yes. Since there was no looking back after that. No, we just had this like instant bond. Like, honestly, we hit just it off like, like right away, the yep. three of us. We were yep. just laughing, hitting it up, just 
talking stories and yeah. the whole other thing. Mm-hmm. And um, and then I never stopped going to the gym until I stopped going to her gym. And that's how I ended up like this. <laughs> <laughs> well, you live far away now. I now that's not an excuse. Away. You have a bike at home, so it's not an excuse. But okay. it she's is the hooked reason. Me up. She's hooked me up with her. Done everything I could well, do. Well, we're going to get to the story. We're going to get to the story about how her business is now. And mm-hmm. then we'll, we'll say that. Yeah. So you open up the studio that I just described. Yes. And that starts. Yep. So I so just there, there was uh, a component that you added to it. Yes. So um you know, I had little kids and uh so the idea of opening multiple studios was not something I really wanted to entertain because once you do that you're just babysitting other facilities, right? Yeah. You know, so and that's one way you expand is by opening multiple you know, in mm-hmm. this case, fitness studios. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's not really anything I wanted to entertain. Um, I, I'd rather just have a home base and it'd be really good. But I wanted the business to grow, you know. Um, but so, you know how I sold the gym up in Washington? Yeah. Well, I had become really close to a lot of people there. Um, I was their favorite trainer. I was their favorite instructor, you know, and um, so they kept saying, Kat, you got There's one girl in in particular who also happens to be a friend, but she kept saying, you got to find a way to keep training us. Like, and I'm like, I'm moving to San Diego. I love you, but bye. You know, like, (laughs) and, uh, but she was pretty relentless and she kept saying, you got to find a way. Nobody's as good as you. And it was really like, I mean, it was, it's nice to be wanted. Let's admit that. But at the same time, I was just like, what are you like? But then um, it was just like this gnawing little thing um, called Janelle. No, I'm kidding. In my mind. (laughs) Um, And uh, after a while, I just started thinking, you know, I'd been down there not that long. Maybe I'd had it open like six months or something. And um, I just thought, you know what? I wonder if I could actually record videos and share the videos with them and they could then they could train with me it would just be and th- they were like and I'm not kidding but they were like you could even cut burn some CD DVDs for me um and so I'm they like, started asking you for this yes stuff. they did wow. um and Janelle my friend Janelle um she's a very successful woman Edward Jones like killer agent by mm. the way but wow. um so after a while, I thought, hey, I wonder if I could actually take my IT background, marry mm-hmm. it with my passion for fitness, mm-hmm. and maybe deliver some videos to them. That's and so awesome. wow. I, I originally, my first thing I did was, um, I don't know if you remember this, Michael, but we put a webcam up. Yes. And I thought, you know what? They could just follow us live. This I is do cool. remember that. They're Pacific. I'm Pacific. Okay. I remember that. Time zone. But the webcam was horrible. I mean, I just... I just couldn't. And mm. so I had this other friend who said, hey, I know this guy who's a videogra- videographer. Do you want his number? And I'm like, sure. Um, so again, I had to sell this idea to my husband who did not really see the vision. And I yeah. was telling him, no, listen, like we could actually just like record classes and we could put them on the Internet. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and and that's vision right there. bro. Yeah. Oh, heck yeah. This was literally before. Oh, way before. You know, Beach way Body before. On Demand, yeah. Peloton. This like, is not even stuff. Netflix, really, at this point. Not really. No, no, not no, really. Um, no. Not really. And, you know, so I thought, you know, maybe we could just create a website where they could access our videos online. Mm-hmm. And But I was primarily just thinking about doing this for my friends. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, maybe I'd make a little bit of money on it, but that was not the point. It was just to see if this concept worked. Um, like I said, my husband did not see the vision. He thought I was crazy. He let me do it, quote unquote, but he wasn't supportive. 
of the idea because he could not see the yeah, vision. He couldn't see it. He couldn't see it. And that's, you know, that's something as an entrepreneur, uh, entrepreneur you have to deal with sometimes is, right. is, you know, people will say, I don't get it. That just doesn't make sense. That's never going to work. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, and right. I thought, well, you hear that a lot. Absolutely. And I just thought, well, you're wrong. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. you don't see what I see. Yeah. And so, you know, I decided to try it and, um, they loved it. They went bananas over this. Um, I started building the library of classes, uh, about six months before I launched the website. And, um, you know, uh, it was again, just for my friends. I remember my first subscriber, I think was Janelle, like I told you, and then <laughs> Brian <laughs> uh-huh. because he traveled. Um, and then, uh, next thing I know, I was surprised. I was like, Oh, I don't know who this is. Like who just bought a subscription. And, you know, I told you back in Washington with the gym there, I was like, no, the first thing you do is get renewing, um, mm-hmm. renewals. Like yeah. mm-hmm. you got to yeah. have automated payments, like mm-hmm. give me your credit card. Right. Mm-hmm. And so I did that. Um, so it was a subscription based service and. Um, I remember seeing the first like name I didn't recognize sign up and I was like, what? And they were like loving it. And I was like, heck hmm. yeah. Okay. By the way, this is going to be a plug cause I'm going to do it cause she won't do it. Mm-hmm. This is for studiosweat.com mm-hmm. and studiosweatondemand.com. Yeah. Okay. Freaking wicked. <laughs> Had, the library is massive. Okay. Massive. Yeah. Absolutely massive. Got a lot of classes. That's for sure. Um, so when I got my hundredth subscriber, I was like, we're going out to dinner. <laughs> Everybody grab your coats. San Diego, okay, grab your yeah, flip-flops. You, were, you yeah. remember um, it at 100. Oh, yeah, I remember yeah. it at 100. See, Leo, we have hope. I remember. Oh. You do, you do. You're going to get there. We have hope, bro. I haven't lost hope. Be yeah. patient, yeah. It's just that, I mean, that, you have great guests like that, me. That, oh, that, sure. that, we have that one. Well, we're going to have more listeners because of Cat, but uh, other than that. Actually, yeah. I hope you do. Yeah, we will. Um, <laughs> you know, and then I got 1,000, and then I remember a big day was when we hit 5,000 and My then 10,000 and and I just uh, it was shocking to me um the the interest and and you know it was global not just national yeah you're um, all over the world yeah so what do you call them when they're all what do you call them we when call them fall? the comrades um we actually with a k yeah with a k so my last name is spelled k-o-m as in mary com and um we we actually we decided at one point we need a name for our groupies you know mm-hmm. for our people like mm-hmm. Lady Gaga's monsters you mm-hmm. know yeah and so we we basically put a poll out we like to put it in the hands of the community yeah of course and we put a poll out and the name that they came back with that they wanted to use was comrades um, and comrades with a K and we got f- a, f- a few people pushed back because they were they're like that's a Nazi term and I'm like no 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 mm. the Nazis did not create that term mm-hmm. you're mm-hmm. giving them power by mm-hmm. saying that exactly mm-hmm. and so we said no a Nazi means a friend that has like-minded goals mm-hmm. you know that's mm-hmm. what it is and so I'm like they gave it the bad name we're taking it back yeah, yeah. absolutely so good that's you, spell where that it came from. you spell it different anyway. that's right it is with a K yeah. but still okay. and you know everyone when we give them when we tell them that it's only only a few people have said that but when we tell them that they're like oh shit like she's actually right we shouldn't give people the power to take over words and and just make them whatever mean whatever they mean so so yeah i mean i mean that's kind of the story of studio sweat on demand and and how that launched and you know it went from this little tiny business into um something that uh you know makes your dreams come true in a lot of ways and it's been a lot of work, a lot of sweat, blood, tears. Um, but, uh, you know, I'd say the key is, is making sure you have an amazing team around you, mm-hmm. never being the smartest person in the room. But, yep. um, and, but I also, like a big thing for me was I don't, I'm not doing this for nothing. It is a business, you know? Yep. Yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. So just making sure that I always, um, it, but, but what I found is that if you do things for a purpose, 
that isn't just profit driven, that the profit will come. Yeah. We've talked about that in previous uh, casts. Yeah. Cool. You know, and it's been preached before. If you do something that you, you know, for the love of it. Yeah. Not for the money. Yeah. We've had private discussions. Yeah. And uh, that the money will come. Yep. Yes. You have to have have some business. I I love the saying, like, you got to go with your heart and you go with your gut, but take your head with you. Yes. Oh, uh, that's perfect. (laughs) Take your head with you. And taking your head with you will, will also help when let's, let's put a perspective and not to pour salt on a wound, but we're talking about somebody who had, you know, she's being very humble. She's had a lot of success with this business Mm -hmm. and then COVID happens and then it blasts a company that in any other situation, Mm -hmm. something so unbelievably unforeseen can be so devastating because she's in a business that requires human beings to interact together in a room. Right. And all of a sudden by no fault of her own, Mm -hmm. it's removed from her and she can't do anything about it. Mm -hmm. And she's still here. She's still here. If yeah. you don't mind, and I don't mean to pour salt on a wound, but having the success that you had yeah. and everything tracking the way it was. Yeah. And then 2020 happens. Yeah. Uh, fucking 2020. Exactly. Fucking 2020. <laughs> and here we are 2021 and where you are right now. Yeah. I will say 2021 has actually been a little harder than 2020. Really? For, for us. Yeah. I know that sounds weird, but from a business standpoint, yes. Um, mm. So you want me to? get into why that is I no, you don't have to if you don't yeah. want to oh no it's totally fine uh. so so the thing that was was cool was um you know what happened with the fitness industry uh well first of all the 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 fitness industry as far as brick and mortars um the the i'll just say the leadership really fucked up mm-hmm. and they told you know they were letting you know fast food restaurants stay open and they were letting mm-hmm. um 7-eleven stay open and Wineries. walmart and yeah but they shut down all the gyms like yeah. and and the tightest restrictions were on gyms mm-hmm. you know a year later finally they figure out oh wait maybe we should have encouraged people to to work out and not put <laughs> se- and that's oh you think like um because that's like kind of the only thing that they're seeing uh is actually Sorry. saving people huge yeah. deterrent to the problem yeah but you know by them shutting all the gyms down and having the tightest restrictions of pretty much any industry on gyms mm-hmm. they're scaring people yeah and so people stop going to gyms and then it's a long road back you know it's a long road back to the gyms being back to the capacities uh, you know or, or back up to the numbers that they were before um, COVID. But luckily, because back in 2010, I started Studio Sweat On Demand, I was in a great position because I already had what everybody else in the fitness industry needed, needed. at that point. Yeah. Live streaming, on-demand fitness. I had it all. Wow. Um, so we actually boomed in 2020. 2021 has been harder because as people are going back to their gyms, um, which I encourage because number one is like, no, I want people to get back at right, it and, right. and, you know, f- fuck the leadership for making right. a mistake that they made um, by shutting down gyms when they should have really just taken a look and seen. Because, I mean, it was like when you looked at the COVID cases, um, there's tons of studies done at this point, point zero 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 four or something like that percent of cases might have been attributed back to any sort of health club environment. Whereas it was like nine to 11% for like fast food and retail or food and retail. Yeah, f- food industry. Crazy. Yeah. And I was like, well, whoa, why are you doing this? Yes. You know? And it made absolutely no sense, but, um, I don't know why we were targeted. I think with Newsom, I was kind of like, did you get bullied by a, mm-hmm. you know, an athlete or, <laughs> mm-hmm. you know, like I, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, no, hell, you wonder you know? why. Yeah. 
Um, and and California was literally the only state yes. um, of the fifty yes. that had gyms still shut down for a long time and we were yes. like what are you doing who beat you up like what is yeah why do you hate yeah. us like yeah. and why do you hate californians by not letting them work out um, but anyway so 2020 was actually pretty good for uh, the on-demand but it was heartbreaking um for the brick and mortar to just be shut down have zero revenue there nothing coming in um and it was just like uh we people's community you know their 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 bar their health bar if you think of it was taken away and that was pretty heartbreaking yeah um and we had to just do so much and and i know we said this we used this word three times but constantly pivoting with the you're open you're closed you're open you're closed like oh, and we were like oh my exhausting. god like um you know we continued to pay our staff which was nice that's um, awesome we just we wanted to make sure we did that i mean you that's know, very cool you look at the studio manager bethany she wasn't Yep. I, sh- I never changed her salary the yep. entire time. She was yep. going through some stuff, so that wouldn't have been cool. Mm-hmm. Um, and luckily, On Demand was picking up some of the slack. But um, now 2021 has been really challenging because we're still dealing with COVID here. Um, again. Yeah, again. <laughs> and um, the On Demand is dropping off as uh, people are kind of trying to figure out their situation. Yeah, their and strategy. Absolutely. And the landscape has totally changed because where I was like one of the only ones doing on-demand fitness, well, all of these yeah. fitness centers, gyms, Everybody individuals does. had to figure out like, oh, I need to do on-demand. Yep. Mm-hmm. So they very quickly adapted, which is fantastic. Good for them. But it made the um, landscape more saturated. Mm-hmm. And so now we're dealing with more competition. But we will find other other avenues for revenue. That's just what you do yeah. as an entrepreneur. You don't give up. And, and I mean, we still have a great uh, following and we're still selling new subscriptions tons of them every day but when you're an entrepreneur you're not satisfied with mediocre ever (laughs) ever and there needs to be constant growth for you to really feel like what you're doing is right you know you're or what you know you're doing stuff right and so that's why you just we're we're already working on lots of cool and new other ideas to use all the things that we do so well now um so outstanding yeah so so i have a question so when you think of the trajectory from the girl who sat in the car mm-hmm. from Washington on yeah. her way to Palmdale and got a freaking crowbar <laughs> thrown into her car. That went through you for a loop when I told you And that. then almost got beat up, mm-hmm. except for the fact that you fought back, mm-hmm. um, coming off the bus yep. from school. Yes. And everything that happened in between. Yep. And then you build this really successful business. Um, when you look at the whole thing, and you think about where you are today and everything that got you to where you are today because we're sitting in your beautiful home on location mm-hmm. and all the things that you and, and Bri have, have accomplished. Mm-hmm. And to your point that you shared early on in the cast, um, because you worked for it. Yes, I work for it. You yep. worked for it. Um, what do you think that... Um, was a particular variable, and obviously I'm, this is a leading question towards grit, that played a role in not only everything that got you to where you are, but where you're going to go. Because who knows where that's going to be, right? Well, hopefully, like, I can just spend more time just, like, chilling out. <laughs> I'm not going right? to lie. Like, I mean, I love what that's I do. That's a very good point. No, I do. No, that is a I very, love what I do. very good point. Yeah. But I'm working, like, 70 hours per week. I mean, if you you got you to gotta hustle, like, when you're an entrepreneur. If you don't hustle, and every day you have to hustle. Because you're competing every day. 
morning against yourself mostly you know what i mean really like, you think it's against yourself or you think yeah, it's because you're sometimes? the one well, competitors drive you but the the mm. you know if you're not um if you're not internally innately driven yep. you know you're not probably right. going to be successful in business but right. by the way I, I my definition of success is happiness you know it's agreed. it's not just about dollar signs but yeah, i mean um i don't know i lost the question so there's there's gonna <laughs> i know too yeah. i know it, it happens all the it happens to me like yeah. every day i know you had a point like there was a point there. i think that there's an underlying variable to yeah you yeah there you go yeah. that that carries you whether you're in palmdale yeah or you're here. Yeah. It doesn't matter. It doesn't well, matter the the money and the extra stuff doesn't matter. It's resi- because it's yeah. you yeah. against you in the mirror. Right. It's resilience though. I mean, and and so I think like if if I could say like, you know, I won't say one characteristic I could pass on to my children, but a characteristic I would want to pass on to my children is resilience. Absolutely. Especially mm. in this hypersensitive world that we mm. live in. Mm-hmm. And trophies for everybody and i'm like i'm not that i'm not about that i'm like no you want a trophy they're not real for a participant no what like it's not real no well good for you for trying it and i'm glad you participated but it doesn't mean you get a ribbon like (laughs) i think i think that means that you tried yeah so you're gonna get a fist bump for a try absolutely 100 percent. you get a fist bump you don't get a you don't get a trophy no i mean i just like and the thing is like I've been knocked down. I've been told no. I've failed. Um, uh, th- there's just been so many things that have, you know, happened even throughout the course. We don't have time. We'd be here for three years talking mm-hmm. about this. Yeah. But, mm-hmm. And I, I remember, um, kudos to my friend Diana. Like, sh- I, I just remember calling her one time, and, and I don't do this very often, but something happened. This bully business owner, and um, he he came at me, and he threatened to sue me, and and I was terrified, and God, that was a bad day, and you know what I mean. But like, I, I will have a bad day, and and yeah, I might even wallow for a mm-hmm. minute, but no more than a day. I love that movie Spanglish. Have you ever seen that movie oh, yeah. Spanglish? I've seen one it. tear, you're allowed one tear. Mm-hmm. Like that's kind of like my mentality is yeah. like. It's okay to, to cry. It's okay to get knocked down. Um, but what my friend Diana said to me that day was she's like, they might have knocked you down today, but they better be fucking running when you get back up mm-hmm. because you're going to be after them. Mm-hmm. I got a good D on the show. Yeah. Yeah. She's got some grit too. Okay. Totally okay. different backstory. She grew up yeah. in Palos Verdes. Yeah. <laughs> I think I say that wrong, but. <laughs> no. It's a little bit, it's a different angle. It's yeah. a totally different angle. It's a angle. totally different angle. Yeah. But it doesn't change. Yeah. It doesn't change. Say again, Brian. It's it's right next to Palmdale. It's, yeah, it's, yeah. They're they're just like they're so similar. Um, dude, it's like a pencil length on a map. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's on it. a map. On a map. On a map. It's like a pencil length. But she has as much grit. It just comes 100%. from a different place. 100%. But I mean, that resilience I think is so important because you are going to get knocked down. Yes. And you and, and I know it's so cliche that I'm saying that, but I mean it's just true. You are going to get knocked down, and I feel like we're kind of in this that this change and there's this change in society where that's happening right now and and it worries me in some ways or concerns me not worries there's a difference between those two words but but it concerns me that um you know that our kids are not going to be able to cope and you know when with when my kids were little like and sometimes I did this to an extreme but I wanted my kids to be able to cope and so like yeah you know what guess what I'm gonna let you cry it out at Mm -hmm. night and that's for their good Yep. You know, because then they're actually going to sleep. Yep. You know, if you're constantly in there and like, oh, you're you're not doing them any favors. I used to take my daughters 
we used to go into a restaurant yeah. and they were like four years old. Mm-hmm. And obviously both of you know my daughters intimately. Yeah. So I used to take them out of the restaurant at four years old because they'd be crying hysterically for whatever. I don't know. The, the, <laughs> the Sunday didn't come at the right syrup or whatever it was. <laughs> I would take them outside. I'd walk them out of the restaurant. Yes. People mm-hmm. look at you like you're going to beat your children like uncontrollably. Yes. And I'd walk them outside and I'd stand them outside the restaurant. Not shame them because I didn't want to shame them in front of other people. I agree people. with you 100%. Mm-hmm. I'm about so I would too. take them outside privately yeah. and they would stand against the wall. Not facing the wall or anything. They would face me. I would kneel <laughs> down. What kind of monster are you? <laughs> yeah. I would kneel down. Uh-huh. I would kneel down in front of them and I said, go ahead and finish. They'd cry maybe for a minute. Mm-hmm. And I said, are you finished? And sometimes they would. <gasps> yeah. And then keep going. And I said, okay, let me know when you're done. Yeah. I said, are you done? Yes. I are love you, that. Are you sure? I love it. Mm-hmm. And then they would go, yes, daddy, I'm done. Okay. I said, okay. Okay. So now that you're done. High five, man. I love that. Yeah. Boom. Now that you're done. Yeah. I said, this is what we need to do. Because I needed to let the emotion yep. have its moment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then once the emotion had its moment. Yeah. Then we were going to have a conversation. And then I would walk in and it was the most unbelievable experience to see the other restaurant people mm-hmm. look at my daughter thinking she was going to be black and blue mm-hmm. and just devastated and bounce her way back to the the booth yeah. and the table. Because you empowered her. Because she that. felt heard. Yes. And she felt uh, complete. Yeah. And she felt like, okay, now I can readjust mm-hmm. and finish this this dinner nice job michael well okay so but that's nothing compared to like getting a throw a crowbar thrown in when you first get in the point is everything's relative man everything's relative 100 percent. yeah there's a fundamental thing so you have comrades we're trying to build cascrit ken yeah oh i like that we're not trying we are building you are way to go Mm -hmm. well put power of positivity i like Mm -hmm. that so we're trying to build a community of cascrit ken that have a fundamental idea mm-hmm. that that emotion is fine. Yes. And you're entitled and you're actually warranted to have it, right? Mm-hmm. But like the trophies for participating, that's a that's a compliment or a comment on just feeding the emotion. Mm-hmm. It's not logical. Right. Right? You didn't do anything to reward to, to warrant the reward. Right, right. So we certainly want to, as human beings, reward both sides of our psyche. We have the emotional side. We have the logical side, right? Mm -hmm. Entrepreneurs and people like you Mm -hmm. definitely appreciate the emotion because that's what drives the dream. For sure. You have to have a passion. You have to have. You will not have the dream. You will not have the gas tank without the emotion. Yeah. You just won't. Right. Right. Because we all know that two plus two equals four, but that's really fucking boring. Yeah. Okay. That's true. So you need the dream and the dream is driven by our humanity, which is our emotion. Mm -hmm. But we can't negate that two plus two still equals four. Right. So no matter how much upset or how sad you are that four plus four doesn't equal five, it never fucking will. True. So accept it. You ran IT on the side. Because mathematically and logically, you knew there is a risk right. in what I'm doing. Sure. And I don't want to risk my family or right. me, or what I'm, my dream, yep. to risk that, right? Yeah, it's called calculated risk. Thank you, <laughs> right? It's mitigating yep. risk. Yes, It's exactly. mitigating risk. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And we want to have, we're trying to find, and obviously we found a, a, a gem here, of <laughs> cascrit kin that understand that. 
and that if we can give a voice to those individuals that more and more of them will come out and i think that population maybe could have a voice and an effect on people and and say something i know you do that with what you do yeah when you motivate people to stay healthy when they yep. want to stay in bed or eat the cheesecake right. or have the other things Stop looking at me like that. I know I'm fat. Leave it alone. <laughs> you are not fat. You are fluffy, Michael, right now. So when you have that that dilemma, right? Yeah. You know, everybody struggles with that. She deals with people like that every single day. Yeah. And she gets them to overcome the emotional struggle of it, right? My yeah. wife did that to me this morning. So I wanted to be in bed. Yes, and if, I love his wife, by the way. Yeah, she is yeah, the and, best. Oh, my gosh. Everybody knows I married up. You married up. Everybody hard. knows I married up. No doubt. Yeah. Okay, stop it. Okay, I get it. I love you, honey. Yes. All right, so my wife, 4 o'clock in the morning, she gets up six days a week. Yeah. And she goes to work out. Yeah. Every six days a week, without fail. Yeah. Nobody, there's no alarm. She just wakes up. She goes and does her thing. That's and. Something. Like I would say 75% of the time works out alone just mm. by herself. Yeah, some people can do that. Yeah. Others Five can't. o'clock in the morning. She's mm. just running. That's she's just, just doing her thing. Yeah. I do not do that. He does not do I that. I do not do no. that. So the only reason I was successful with Kat is because I just sit on a bike, put on some shoes, and then she would tell me what to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was it. He mm. always wore a hoodie. Like he always had a hood on. Always. Like, like, like he was Rocky. He looked training, like, right? um. What, no. What's the Elliot? Rocky he looked like Elliot on like the Elliot? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah it was, it was more like, like Elliot. Sorry, it was not buddy. like Rocky. No, yeah. it was more like Elliot. It was more like Elliot. Okay, but there was that Elliot. Okay, honestly, there was a time. Leo, fluffy. There was a there was a time that I walked around and I got to say I body by cat. Body by cat. Yeah. There was a time. There was a time. And I remember that era. Yeah. Yeah. I do. Yeah, it was a long time ago. But let's not talk about that. So anyway, she woke me up at. 430. Okay. AM. AM. Jenna. Why why? would you do that? Why? Because it took her till 530 to get out of my bed. Yeah. She just kept going, honey. You said you were going to work out, honey. Oh, because you told her the night before. I would have left. I would have just left. You know what, Jenna? Any human being would have given up and said, I'm leaving. She has persistence. She didn't give up until I got out of bed at at 530. That is diligence right there. And I went straight to the gym and did 10 rounds on the bag. Mm Mm-hmm. Nice. And it was the best thing I ever did. Mm-hmm. Obviously, that's I felt- what you say. You, you like every time a workout's over. I mean, have you ever done a workout and Never. said, "I wish I didn't do that"? Never. I what, regret what'd it. What'd you do this morning? <laughs> I rode sixteen miles. What? Nice job, Leo. W- w- on what though? On an elliptigo. Okay, that's those things are awesome. Great. Cross I thought you were gonna say something like no, no, no. Totally, so totally. I, funny. I gave like, him a lot of shit. Like, uh, like a moped a, or no? <laughs> like, I gave him a lot of shit on on the elliptic. Those things are sick. Though. It looks like an yeah. old. It looks like an old man bike. You know what? But he has a busted rotator cuff. Oh, gotcha. The, no, that's not why I write it. Oh, it's because you're old. I write. I write it because <laughs> I'm old. Okay. A because, and B because and, I have and, and, plantar fasciitis. I have bad knees. Uh, it's it's okay. That that's a okay. That's a equation for old. For old, right? <laughs> that's why I'm saying plantar I'm old. Plantar fasciitis plus bad knees bad equals knees old. Equals mm-hmm. old, and uh, it's it's no impact. And because yeah. running takes a it, it hurts. It beats my my joints and my my body. So you could look a little cooler and and do indoor cycling. I could, and I tried. I told it one you she was gonna tell you that. Yeah, I, and I tried you knew it one I was time. Going there. Yeah, and it. Kicked. You tried it one time. No, one week. 
No, you leave. you came to the gym with me one time yeah. at Cat's gym. Yeah. I I I, I did after did. I had done a boot camp one time. Oh, there's yeah. the first excuse yeah. right there. So yeah. I had yes. done a boot camp. Yeah, I had done okay. a boot a spinning boot camp and it kicked my ass. Okay. So okay. and I loved it. Cat's literally giving me the freaking fob to go into her gym. Yep. She's giving me up credentials to log on to Studio Sweat, Sweat on, on Demand. Thing, yeah. Yeah. I bought a bike yep. that she sent me the link for and I have it in my house. Sent it to his house. Ask yeah. me door. how many times I've ridden it. Yeah. One is zero. Hey. Michael Lopez. <laughs> Michael is zero. Michael's like like a we stubborn dog. It. Like you can give yeah. him oh, everything I'm, the dog I needs know. and he's just gonna be like yeah. the eh. nail the nail does not eh. hurt in a it doesn't hurt at all. Whatever. But hurt. you know what? You know, people ask me all the time, like, how can I get my loved one to work out? And, you know, I just don't get it. And and you know, we've done a lot of research on this and I've seen it and the answer to that question is you cannot. Until no, until they're ready. But I did this really cool uh, poll the other day. Like I did a post and I said, hey, I'd like to know. And it was to the comrade group. You know, there's thousands of them. And I said, do you guys know anybody who, as an adult, did not work out consistently? Mm-hmm. I'm not talking about someone who did and then they went back to it. And then, they, no, like they literally didn't have exercise as part of their life. And then they successfully um, introduced exercise an exercise routine into their life. And by successfully, I mean, they, they have consistently done it for a year or two and, and it's, you don't see it, um, dropping off. It's part of their foreseeable future. Mm -hmm. And, um, I said, so tell me if you are that person or if you know that person, because that's rare, it's a yo-yoer typically. And I was really interested to hear the answers that Mm. came back from that and, and, and to look for the trends. Mm. And so do you guys, can you guys think of like, you know how you talk about commonalities, like any sort of commonalities and like the answers, can you think of what reason might've driven someone to introduce exercise into their life? Yes. Uh, Medical conditions, health. That well, was that. Dude, was, we're on a podcast. Why are you raising your hand? Well, <laughs> because I needed to see. Because I'm a good student. Because I felt like oh, she you was know teaching. Leo, in your yes. De- in your defense, we do have video this time. Yes. Yeah. We do have video. Yeah, okay. but, right, but right, I felt right. like she was the teacher up at the front of the class. <laughs> and I was like, what I was ooh, going ooh, for. Me, I know the answer. Do, do, know do you see how she takes control of her room? Yes, yeah. yeah, she does. <laughs> Thank you. Um, and you are right, Leo. So mm. that was actually. I didn't even hear what he said. What did he say? A medical reason. And oh. so, and so, Teacher's pet. some, yeah, you nailed it, Leo. Don't mm-hmm. listen to him. Michael, get in the back. <laughs> um, so, the yeah, a, a medical reason, whether it be an injury or whether your doctor says, hey, guess what? If you don't lose weight, you're going to go on medication. Or if you don't lose weight, you're going to potentially die. Die. Or you got a heart attack and now yeah. you're like, oh, crap. Yeah, exactly. So, mm-hmm. you know, an introduction of heart disease or diabetes, mm-hmm. um, you know, all those are driven by, I mean, a lot of those, excuse me, are driven by obesity, which yeah. we all know is a huge epidemic in mm-hmm. the United States of America, more than any huge. other parts of the world. Yep, no huge. pun intended. Yeah. Yep. yeah. Um, no. And uh, so, yes, medical reason was actually, I would say, the most common answer. Um, you know, and it, there's a lot of little details behind that, yeah. but, um, also a big life event is another, and, you know, mm. since, uh, you know, a medical reason can be a big life event, but like, uh, the birth of a child often oh. it was like yeah. the, yeah, the death of someone in your family. Like, Oh my God, I can't believe that they just had a heart attack. My brother-in-law, um, about what was it, Brian, like two years ago or something, he had this like widow maker type 
have you guys heard of the Witter? Oh yeah, Widermaker? I've heard of that. Yeah, oh, yeah. So he was literally a day away from that happening to Holy him, and they crap. barely caught it. Oh. And you know, so isn't that like a main artery? Or yeah, something? yeah, exactly. And so like they barely caught it, and um, you know, so life events like that, you know, you think that if that doesn't change your perspective mm-hmm. when it comes to exercise, 100%. and you know what, every doctor told him, what? including the most specialists, like yeah, the, the, yeah. the most like hardcore specialists, what like the say? top of the creme de la creme of doctors in you know the world said to him you need to exercise (laughs) plain and simple to exercise that is the number one thing that you can do to stay alive for your two small girls Mm -hmm. you want to stay alive you want to raise your girls exercise you know like like, diet yes but exercise you need to work your body 100 i had a buddy Went to the doctor, he went to a physical, and he, he listed a bunch of ailments that he had. Mm-hmm. And the doctor wrote, you know those RX notepads? Mm-hmm. Yeah. He, he gave him an, an RX oh, notepad I'm, I'm so at the end of the day. This. And you know what he wrote on the RX notepad for oh him God, to so be excited. able to... Exercise. No. What? Get abs. Get abs. Okay, whatever. <laughs> like, whatever. But anyone can get abs and yeah. still have, like, I, layers of fat. And I can get them painted on. No, no, no. no. Right. Okay. Okay, well, I get it. I'm going to add a word. Get visible abs. Yeah. Yes, get yeah. visible abs. Get visible abs. abs. Yeah. yeah, God, it's so it's so important. And, and I feel like my job every day is to get, my job and my passion is to get people to fall in love with fitness. Mm-hmm. One of the other things that I found in that survey w- that, you know, people said, uh, you know, the reason for my success, mm-hmm. in this case, success being defined as introducing exercise as routine in your life, mm. is Focusing not on losing weight, but rather focusing on getting just into shape and feeling good. That's a big. That's a big difference. It's such a big difference. It's a big difference. It's it's a mental shift. Hundred percent. And that's what you guys talk about here on Cast Grit. It's like this, this mental shift, right? right? And and or or just a mentality in general. Yeah. Yes. And so those that were successful literally made that mental shift to focus on getting in shape and getting on you know, getting to the point to where they, they were feeling good yeah. over how they looked and, you know, what the scale said. hundred yeah. percent. And so I, we yeah. were just talking about so this. That's today. my job. Fall in love with fitness. Just yeah. fall in love. Fitness, find something that you love. It doesn't have to be the definition of fitness as is right. defined by Wikipedia. Right. So I love hitting the, you know, I love hitting the bag. That's your thing. That's, that's your jam. my thing. Yeah. I love boxing and I love Muay Thai. I love fighting. Mm-hmm. I got a lot of anger. So, we were talking about... I would about like to talk about where that anger well, comes from. That's a whole that's other another, podcast. That's okay. a whole other podcast. <laughs> I will yeah. interview you yeah, for that you one. you should interview me. Me and Leo. Yeah, yeah, Actually, yeah. you know what? That we would be you know, super we should bring, cool. We should bring Brian to that one, you know too. What? Yeah. yeah, we should bring Brian. When we when we interview okay. you, Mike, yeah. this is bullshit. These two are going to be there. You know, you know <laughs> yes. what? This, this is a fucking intervention. That's what that is. Uh-huh. So let's not do that won't be the first time I've done one of those. So, so the point I, I is, hope, is that you and I were having this conversation and, and he asked me mm-hmm. not to put Leo on the spot because he was a genuine question. I just started last week hitting the bag on a, on a consistent basis. So I hit it like three, da- three times last week. I lifted a little bit this week. I'm on it as well. So I'm starting to build that, that, that thing. Right. Yeah. And he asked me, go, so how many LBs are down? I'm like, I don't care. Yeah. I haven't even looked at the scale. Don't. Because all I'm chasing. Don't. All I'm chasing yes. is what I had when I had Body by Cat. Yeah. That feeling. Yeah. That feeling where I feel strong. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Where I feel um, good. Like Just an ability. Good. All that other yeah. stuff. And there's, me- there's, there's, there's memory there. Yeah. You remember when you were there before. Yeah. Sometimes Sweet. that can be a huge deterrent. True. It can be a huge deterrent. Because you've seen me 
lean. Very lean. And you've seen me. You're I, one of those annoying I love people. That I, I love you. I, I hate I love, him for that. No, I, I love he her. He can gain like 50 pounds like and that. lose 50 and pounds. Okay, 50 no, pounds but like I love her because she called me fluffy because yeah. like she's being generous. Yeah. So mm-hmm. she's seen me just down mm-hmm. and then she's seen me fluffy. Bloated. Not down. Blo- yeah, not bloated. down. Yeah, bloated. <laughs> bloated. <laughs> bloated. So, so. Blame it on your cycle. Yeah, swole <laughs> but not in a good way. Yeah. So. It, it there is though there's a memory of it you know of this moment where you know you know it brian knows it where you just your body is in this zone yeah and you you know when you feel the zone is like peaking yeah and then when the zone is like you're starting to get out of the zone and you're like oh crap i gotta pull it i gotta regulate i gotta pull it back in right yeah. mm-hmm. and and you just you play that and then when you fall out of the zone it becomes so hard mm-hmm. to find the zone again. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. a that's a whole nother topic too. It's a whole like, other So there's the there, there's you know the what that means that... though. We have to have her back. Oh, that yeah. means we have. That to would have be her a back. good conversation to have. We need to have her back. Yeah. So I don't know about you, but I'm kind of tired of hearing him talk. It I'd like does. to hear you talk you, again. You're, you're, talk you're a lot. No, I fucking, like it. It <laughs> took the pressure off have of to me. Deal with me for the rest of your life, brother. Hey, you know what I wanted to say Sorry the other to day to you? So, so yeah. does Kat hey, and Bri. I wanted I to say this off, off, off mic, but I'm going to say it right now because I feel really comfortable. I have to listen to this twice. <laughs> once live and once recorded when I'm editing. Three letters. That's brutal. That's fucking brutal, brother. I was just thinking about that the other day. I had a question for you, Kat. So... Job, my brother. I feel like... I feel like a... Underlying uh, ability that a fitness owner trainer mm-hmm. has to have, or a skill they have to have, is psychology. Oh, dude! Because on point. Because you know you got to deal with all the people and all all the baggage they're carrying and all the excuses that they give you and the ways you have to try to find to motivate people. Yeah. Um, Am I way off base or like, uh, is that a thing or not? You know, well, circling back just a little bit, you can't make someone ready. And it took me a while to figure that out. As a matter of fact, I would get sad. I would get frustrated. Like when a personal training client of mine would just drop off, I'd be like, God, what did I do wrong? Mm. Uh, You know, to be honest, I probably didn't do anything wrong. Um, I mean, I do a lot of things wrong. Don't get me (laughs) wrong, but um, don't take that wrong. But, um, you know, if, if you're not in a place where you're ready to actually make a change, that's why I'm telling you, you cannot change other people. Mm -hmm. They have to want to change themselves. Mm -hmm. Can you support them? Yes, you can support them, but you cannot do that for them. I will say I'm here to motivate you, but I can't do it for you. Right. Um, my training style, something about it is a little unique in that people don't want to disappoint me. Mm. <laughs> Why are you choking <laughs> right now? Um, you know, I, I'm I c- not... I can agree with that. Yeah, I'm not um, one to baby you. Um, mm-hmm. I'm not... Um, you feel like you suck and you fail. What? If you if she oh, okay. gives more you... To it. Because... She brings so much to the table. Yeah, that's a good point. And she has a genuine, it has nothing to do with the brand. It has nothing to do with the monetary compensation. It has nothing to do with the business. Yeah. The reason the business is what it is Mm -hmm. and the brand is what it is Mm -hmm. is because of her 
love for the comrades. Yeah. She wants them to be the best version of themselves Absolutely. that they can be. Mm-hmm. See, you say it better than me. And like- if they can't achieve that and she sees the opportunity, yeah. she won't, she's relentless. Mm. And then they believe. He's not wrong. She, okay. They believe. <laughs> what the fuck is wrong with me? Yeah. Why can't I see yeah. it? Yeah. I'm not will. I, I won't ask you to do anything that I'm not willing to do myself. Mm. So with any well, most workout, of us can't do what you do, but that's okay. Yes, you can. Um, I like cake. <laughs> I like frosting. <laughs> no, actually I don't. Okay. I like the cake better than frosting. She genu- I'm not weirdo. She genuinely likes um, donuts. I'm I not do lie. like donuts. She likes donuts. Well, I, and, and that's like a whole other topic, but yes. we could we could have a vlog on donut day. On, on donuts um, and food. And but nutrition. I mean, I, so your question was on motivation. I'm, I, I motivate by, by doing, I motivate by like, it, it, I think it's by inspiring you. Like Michael said, to be the best version of yourself. And yeah. like, but, but, you know, the thing is to not beat yourself up. So that's one of the things that I always say, like, Michael, like, okay, yeah, you haven't been the best version of yourself like the last At couple all. of years. At okay? all. I'm not going to She's give you this never said and say- never said a single thing about it. No. Because she knows, I know. Right. So when what, she looks at me, like, I can tell. Yeah. She looks at me and she's like- you know, you know, so I don't I'm need not, to say anything. I love you. I'm not here to judge no. you. People think my, my, my sister's like, I'm embarrassed for you to see me. I'm see me in six months. And I'm <clears> like, what do you think? I'm going to love you any less. I'm not going to yeah. love you any less. Yeah. Do I wish better for you? Yep. Sure. I wish better for yep. you because you know what? I know that you feel so much better about yourself when you're working out. 100%. So uh, yeah, I wish that yeah. for you, but I'm not, I'm not going to put any mental um, time or, you know, space into that. I just love you, you know, like, and I, I want that for you because I want you to feel happy um, and good about yourself. And I want it's your the self worst esteem. part when she doesn't say anything. <laughs> it's I, honestly, if, the if worst I don't part. say anything, she doesn't yeah. say anything. You're yeah. like, fuck. Yeah. Yeah. I don't give compliments that I don't feel or do. Yeah. Um, Never. But I'm not, I'm not going to judge you either. You know, a lot of people will say with me like, oh, you're so lucky. This pisses me off. You're so lucky that you're so thin and fit. <laughs> Fuck that. There's luck has nothing to do with it. Mm. Except for, I will say, and I said this earlier in the cast, like I was born in the United States of America. Mm. I do have opportunities mm. afforded to me that other people don't have. And I do recognize that. And I think you're kidding yourself if you don't Yeah, but there's acknowledge a that. There's a difference between being given... Okay, every two people can be given a hundred bucks. Yeah, one person can. Ooh, do I some, love this. Yes, someone can do something with a hundred dollars. Yes, and someone else can do something else with a hundred dollars. Blow it. Blow it. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Cat. Uh, yes. Brian, since you're here, yes. thank you for Bri- opening Bri- up. Your... Brian's coming on the uh, he on is, the future he is, show, but that's not what yeah. I'm talking about. What I'm talking about okay, is. Okay, well, just tell me to shut the fuck up, then, then we'll. I'll stop. I talking. think he is he without saying it in so many words. Thank you for opening up your home to us. You're so welcome. And Thank having you guys us here for being and here. for making yourself available to us. Our humble little podcast here that uh, that Mike and I are, you know, have a lot of faith and hey, you know what we have a lot vi- of we have vision, brother. Yes, that, you that do. Put a lot of, have put a lot of uh, sweat, not tears yet, but at least a lot of sweat. I, I well, bled. if you give me your arm, I'll pull on those hairs and <laughs> I, you'll see if I, we get some tears going on. I bled, but it wasn't for the right reasons. It wasn't yeah. for the right reasons, but uh, but no, we really do appreciate it and. Uh, you know, stories like yours are only going to uh, help, not only help others, but, yeah. you know, 
I just, hope so. Just uh, inspire. That's the point. You know, yeah. inspire. That's others. the point. That's it's the, whole the point stories that we yeah. put out. Yeah, I love it. If they inspire. I want to hear more. As a matter of fact, to my Studio Sweat On Demand comrades that are listening, and I know a lot of you will, mm-hmm. I want to encourage you to follow Cast Grit. So what's your, what, what's huh? your handle on Instagram? At Cast Grit. No, oh, that's pretty simple. Do yep. you have the same Facebook? Uh, f- Facebook is the same. Twitter is at Cast Grit Life. Okay. Yep. Well, yeah. Right. I'm and not, okay. and the uh, and the yeah and the official name of the podcast is Cast Grit Life because life. Okay. A, Cast Grit Life. Cast C A S T G R I T L I F E. Cast Grit Life. So she's so awesome. So Dude, she's cool. No, I mean it for my for my followers or the so followers of Studio that. Sweat on Demand or for anyone looking for inspiration that's listening to this. You know, I just really want to encourage you guys to to follow them and uh, and support them because they are where I was. Uh, back in 2010 and and look what's what's happened since then and so you know maybe they'll sell these hats i'm not going to tell you you're going to get an original because apparently <laughs> you are only not 25, well, you're not you are not <laughs> but um, are not. hopefully they'll be savvy enough business owners to start to sell their uh merch on online that's definitely we'll, happening. we'll, we'll figure out eventually. all right well thank cool. you thank you for having me too. all right I thank you again it. and cheers. we'll end on a cheers salute salute salute